Welcome to Box Press Radio. I am Dan. I'm Andrew. Sorry, my wife distracted me there for a second. I'm Angela. She'll be out here in a moment. I'm here. She's in the background. She'll she'll be joining us permanently for the the duration, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. She well, she's got to get ready for her burlesque show tomorrow, so she want to take care of you know primping and pampering and all that kind of stuff, you know. I had to shave my lady bits. Well, see, I wasn't going to go there, but okay, we'll go there. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I, that that is not uncharted territory on this podcast, I, I do have to say. True. I feel like that was tame for our podcast. Yeah, that, that was tasteful by comparison to many other things said on this show. Well, you know, we are on Twitch. I'm not sure what goes or doesn't there, so... Uh, well, I think as long as we're uh, within reason, I don't think anything we've ever said would be against the terms of service, but uh, I think anything... We're on Twitch now, too. Oh, wow, cool. Yeah, so it's super lame. Like, I need to get an image or something put together. I might actually do it while we're sitting here talking. Right. Um, it won't actually let me capture my browser. I was just going to have the, the website open and then look up anything that we're talking about. Right. Um, but it won't actually let me show my browser anymore so um apparently it's just an issue with twitch and mm. the broadcasting software that i use so um i'm gonna have to throw a throw an image together real quick here that's what you get for streaming porn dan you they know your websites yeah things mm. <laughs> so. closed everywhere yeah but uh how was you guys week it was a week of nothing, and it was awesome. Yeah, that sounds okay. Yeah, it was pretty restful. Getting up at 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning every day is kind of awesome. Gonna oh, miss- yeah, that's right. You guys were off. So since we didn't do a show last week uh, that saved, and right. by the way, if you missed that, the show did not record properly, and we didn't have a show. Yeah. Um, you guys were off last week. Yeah. This week. Yep, all off, all week, which is kind of nice, you know. Although it does kind of make for a weird thing today, because, like, all day today in my head, I keep thinking it's Saturday, because for some reason it just feels like a Saturday. I don't know why. I don't know. You know, I didn't have to work and stuff. It's like, either way, it's like, is today Friday? Yeah, it's kind of weird. By the way, let me know if it gets obscenely loud. I I have the garage door open. Mm -hmm. Um. And a guy drove by in, in an SUV earlier that sounded like it was literally going to explode outside of my house. I was going to say, I thought for a second you were sitting right outside the Indy 500, because that's what I heard for a second there. <laughs> a motorcycle, like a good mile and a half, two miles away. Okay, so, all right, so that's okay. We'll, leave that, we'll let that go. <laughs> all righty. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, pretty much all we did was hang around the house, you know, hung out with the kids, you know. Samantha had school up until today. Today was like her day off, so she got today off. But the rest of the week she went to school, and, you know, she went to the zoo for a field trip yesterday, so she loved that. So, I mean, it's, you know, but other than that, it's been pretty much just a week hanging out, you know. Yeah. Had some friends over, watched a movie last night and stuff like that, but, you know, just chilled out, you know. Cool. Nothing really uber exciting or anything happened that I can remember. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very cool. Um, I I hear the uh, SUV again. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully it does explode. 
Yeah, but not like out in front of your house. <laughs> you know, like down the block. Right. That somewhere, okay. away, somewhere away from me. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, just uh, the hell was that? My wife's phone. <laughs> oh, okay. Sounded like somebody sneezed halfway through a giggity. <laughs> My bad. My wife's phone sounds. Giggity was one of the sounds. <laughs> um, I was out of the room and I didn't silence my phone. I'm sorry. How dare you? I know. I was, I'm still trying to get everything together. All right. So I, I did add something to the Twitch background so it's not just a giant black screen. But, yeah. Yeah, my week was... Uh... Yeah, since you were out of the room and missed me, our episode last week did not record, so... Nice. I heard that part. Um, But yeah, also, tomorrow is my show. Yeah. Um, And uh, Sunday is Mother's Day. Andrew got me my Mother's Day gift tonight. Was it a hot dicking? Uh, Well, he gives me that that every day. That was this morning. Um, And usually... Well, I mean, not every day, but, like, most days. (laughs) Um, But, no, he got me a tiny cigar and chocolate. Dark chocolate de Brands. Dark chocolate de Brands from Rudy's. Very nice. Truffles, yes. One of their truffle thingies and a little Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day card. Kind of. (laughs) Mostly it was just a sign to draw your attention. Just a sign that said Happy Mother's Day, but still. Cool. It's It's the thought that counts, damn it. Yeah, it is. The last minute cop out thought that counts. <laughs> I was thinking all week this week. I was like, and the fact when that the fuck poor. is Mother's Day? And it's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> it's Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah shit. <laughs> it's fine though. I mean, we're going to see Captain America tomorrow, and um, before my show. So it's like we're going to see Captain America, and then we're going to the show. So. Cool. I mean, that sounds like a good day. Yeah, it's going to be day, yes, a busy day, but good. it's still going to be fun and All that you know, stuff. things will be had. Mm-hmm. Cool. But yeah, how was your week other than coming uh, up show didn't record? Yeah, I mean, other than that, like that was actually a really big bummer because I went to go do that on uh, Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I didn't find it, and I'm like, okay, I just woke up. Maybe I just can't find it. And I was like, I'll try again on Monday, and I'm not going to be pissed off all weekend about this. Right. Um. So, uh, yeah, still wasn't there when I checked again. But, yeah, my week was uh, just kind of a week. I mean, uh, you know, obviously we have some stuff to talk about with the FDA deeming laws and... Right. Um, you know, other t- other topics that fit uh, different segments of the show. But, uh, yeah, I, I just streamed a lot on Twitch while I was at home. Um, I had quite a bit going on at work this week. We were getting ready for Mother's Day um, and kind of working towards the departure of our marketing assistant, which um, isn't really a big deal to me, but is just, you know, like, <laughs> kind of a nightmare for the main marketing person um so it was kind of a kind of a stressful week at work for everybody other than me because i was like this is easy you guys haven't seen a difficult week at work yet um but uh it wasn't bad it was it was a pretty decent week ashley's birthday is today 
Yeah. Oh, so, but you got her some nice roses. I, I, I did get her a nice bouquet of roses, and we're going to go spend the weekend up in Michigan. Um, we're going to kind of do like a bit of a brewery tour. Uh, we're also going to go and we're going to try, if the weather cooperates, to go and check out a uh, like a huge garden type thing. Um, I'm really not entirely sure what it is. And then there's a tulip festival in Holland, Michigan as well. Um, we're going to try to go see uh, Captain America. Um, and then uh, we're going to go and spend the day tomorrow morning in Saugatuck, Michigan. Um, we're going to walk around. It's, it's kind of like a neat little harbor town with about 250 little shops and like bed and breakfasts and places like that. Um, just kind of like a little touristy town, but it's actually really nice. Right. We go up there about three or four times a year. So, um, yeah, it'll be our first weekend without Titus for, you know, a whole day and actually two. Cool. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a fun time. Um, I was going to say, we kind of skipped over it to get into our weeks, but uh, we didn't really talk about what we're smoking, drinking, and whatnot. So... Yeah, I keep forgetting to do that. So I, in my overlay for my stream, I actually have what I'm smoking and drinking, so I keep forgetting that I need to do that now. Um, I have a La Aurora Corojo and then a Newcastle. Sounds like a winning combination there. Yeah, I'm a fan. Well, I picked up uh, CAO La Traviata, and I'm having some cracking uh, rum at the moment. Nice. Um, I have a Neapolitan cocktail, mm-hmm. um, and then I have my uh, my cigar that Andrew got me. It's a chocolate Tatiana cigar, and I have uh, a dark chocolate truffle here, too. Nice. So I have a very sweet spread over here. So I also do have a Lint, uh, Lindor truffle candy bar that I got for free from Kroger today because it was their free Friday coupon. So I got a lot of chocolate here. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It's Mother's but, Day. You're supposed to have a lot of chocolate. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. So That's how that works. Yeah. You force children out of your vagina and then you get chocolate. Right? You <laughs> well, it makes everything better. <laughs> it does, actually. Yeah, I, say, I, I picked up the crack and rum because I was like, they're trying to find something cheap, and I was like, I haven't had crack in Rome in a while. I was like... You know, it went up in price, though. It was really cheap when we were drinking it, like, originally on the show. Mm-hmm. I think it went up, like, $10. Probably did, because I know I paid for the just the regular bottle uh, that we found was, like, I think it was, what, $16.99? No, it was $15.99. 15 yeah. So, I mean, it's about 15 because they had it on sale at Kroger's, and I was yeah, like... Because I remember getting the big-ass jug for like right. seventeen dollars. Yeah. And now it's like thirty something. Mm-hmm. Well it took off in popularity, so now of course they're jacking the prices up. It's usually what happens. Yeah. Which is really good. So I mean I mean that's good for them because at least you know that they're Yeah, they're successful. Right, they're succeeding, yeah. So it's like, alright, that's you know, kinda sucks in a way though, because yeah. it's really cheap. Now it's not as cheap but not terribly expensive either. Yeah, and then I did uh, I did take Ashley <laughs> to get a uh, Dairy Queen. She really likes blizzards, so I went and took her out there before we started the show and got her a. It's whatever their new thing is. It's like a 
s'mores Oreo cookie combination. I don't know. Nice. Yeah. But um, I was gonna say it reminds me of um. God, was it? Um, I completely forgot what I was gonna say. Damn it! I hate it when that happens. Yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> uh, blizzards, cookies, Oreos. Yeah, it reminds me of that uh, that meme picture I saw the other day where it's like door of Dairy Queen with a sign on it that said no blizzards, machine broken. It was probably Jason. And then at the bottom <laughs> it was like, fuck you, Jason. <laughs> nice. I always have to ruin everything. <laughs> wow. Yeah, one of my friends who works at Dairy Queen was like, it's always a Jason that ruins everything. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, especially your camping trip, you know, when you're up at Crystal Lake, you know. I don't know. <laughs> Jason just ruins everything. We we have a Jason that we like. I mean, Jason Sadek is, is our friend. Jason makes us very happy sometimes. Yes, he gives us alcohol. I was going to say, he, he kind of, like, I guess, failed upwards, you know. It's like, I make wine now, yay. <laughs> right. He succeeded backwards, you know. But that's still pretty cool. Yeah, he, he's the one that I, I can think of off the top of my head that I like, so it's all right. But, um... Yeah, um... Anyway, going back to our weeks and whatnot. Yeah, so... Um... Gosh, I know something else happened this week. Um... I mean... Most of my week has been streaming on Twitch. I I spent... Uh, two to three hours a night every night this week uh, streaming on Twitch, which is a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, that's been pretty much my whole week. Uh, work was kind of just fine. We had kind of shitty weather all week, so I couldn't really go outside and do anything anyway. Right. Um, up until today, which today it's gorgeous outside. Um, yeah, that's probably the other reason why I kept thinking it was a Saturday, because it's like Saturday. <laughs> well, it may as well be Saturday for you. I mean, it's not like you have to work. Nope, don't have to work. Just hung out. We went shopping to pick up a few other things we needed for groceries this week, and that was pretty much the bulk of our day. Well, he normally doesn't work on Fridays anyway. Yeah, but mostly on Fridays I'm stuck at home and you're at work, so it's like we're all home and hanging out. It's kind of like a Saturday. Yeah. It's good weather, all right. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Um, so, let's see, uh, do you guys want to go ahead and talk about the FDA shit a little bit? We might as well. So, uh, the FDA, uh, decided that they are going to go against the, uh, House of Representatives ruling that FD, that the FDA deeming bill would not be able to include cigars. They would be exempt from that bill. Um, and they decided to go ahead and go with the most stringent option, option one, mm-hmm. uh, which essentially regulates cigars like cigarettes, saying that uh, they're going to be taxed more heavily, essentially. You have to submit them for testing and approval to be sold. Uh, anything that goes back to 2007 and on like anything from 2007 forward like to now and going forward has to be submitted and approved to be able to be sold Mm -hmm. so essentially that's 
literally retroactively going to kill a lot of boutique blends that aren't that don't get bought by a bigger company right and that don't have the operating costs built into their budget and keeping their cigars at an affordable price right so it's uh it's really a crippling blow to probably i would say about you know a third of the the cigar industry and uh you know, I, I was a little worried when I saw Oliva get sold to General Cigar. I kind of thought that would be a bit of an issue. I was like, man, they either knew this was coming and got it done before it all came down. Right. Or they're just the luckiest fuckers on the planet and got it done just in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I have to imagine they probably had an inclination that something bad was about to happen. Well, anytime anything's up for review like that, it's probably not going to be the best decision for everybody. Yeah, everybody pretty much is like, all right, well, let's circle the wagons here. It's like the only way to really do that is if, you know, you kind of get bought out by a bigger company, that kind of will save you. However, that also is the double-edged sword of whether or not your product is still going to be your product after that. Like, like, you know, uh, Drew Estate getting bought out by Swishers, everybody's like, you know, fucking giving them shit and it's like on one hand in a way that kind of kind of saves them to a degree and on the other hand it's like I think you know in hindsight and whatnot you know Jonathan was just ready to go do something else you know yeah I mean I I kind of I kind of knew it was coming um I said all along that I would be shocked if it didn't happen right um I was a little bit shocked honestly when I saw that the house had voted that uh premium cigars were exempt i really was kind of shocked that they were willing to take that kind of liberty um against the fda outright Mm -hmm. um i was pleased but i i'm not shocked that the fda chose to ignore them and i'm you know i'm fully confident i would say 99.99 percent sure that they will fund it and that it will go through because it's going to make them a lot of fucking money getting those testings done Right. And getting the additional taxation. Um, And essentially what's going to happen is the big businesses like Swisher, General, etc. Like I would say General is probably about as small as you can be and continue to produce. Right. Um, What's going to happen is they're going to become huge corporations and the government will make increased funding from those giants... Mm-hmm. Whereas it's going to, you know, essentially what I imagine the landscape to look like, you know, like let's say two years from now. And that's like, I think that's generous. It could be sooner. Um, gosh, I, I just had an analogy in my head here. Um, oh, what is it? Uh, one of these companies that has like a... Uh, what is it? Uh, the Yum Brands. They're the corporation that owns like Taco Bell and KFC. So you're going to see all these autonomous brands, you know, like Drew Estate. And, you know, you're going to see like with, uh, you know, that's kind of a bad example. But really, General Cigar is kind of exactly like that, where you see yeah. brands like Asylum, Oliva. Oh. Punch. I was say the only thing that's going to kind of suck in a way, like I was thinking about it on the ride home, is it's like I really liked, even though it's under General Cigar, I really like Foundry, 
And one of the things about the Foundry cigars is that, you know, a lot of those newer... They're so blends, unique. Well, they're unique, but the newer blends they were coming out with, they wouldn't tell you all the ingredients, though. They kind of left that up for you to figure out on your own. Yeah. Now, with the regulations, you won't be able to do any, like, mystery thing like that because you got to let them... You got to basically put... You know, fucking. I, I do appreciate the mystery thing, but I'm not going to lie. I feel like that is one of the perks. Yeah. Um, it will definitely kind of, you know, make uh, make cigars a little bit safer because you're not going to, you know, it's going to hurt brands like, um, what's that one that comes in the, the cylinder, Jack something? Uh, Trader Jack's? Yeah, Trader Jack's. I think stuff like that where they have to say, like, it's all short-filled leftovers. Right. The real the real El Cheapos because then you're going to get all the fucking cigar snobs that are going to come out of the woodwork and not smoke those anymore now. Yeah, and, you know, another byproduct that I think people are missing is, uh, you know, and not it's not necessarily going to shake out this way, but we're going to know exactly what's in a Liga Privada number 9. Right. And General's going to be able to make a duplicate and price it 20% lower. Right. And we're going to see a little bit more battling, and we're going to see a little bit more refinement going into the cigars before they come out. Um, Because it is frustrating when you get a blend that you like one year, and then you get another one, and it's not the same. Um, And with the FDA laws, like, that that's kind of one of the very few benefits I feel there are. It's kind of the one silver lining... Um, yeah, don't but get I, me wrong, I would much rather it not happen. I, I like the cigar industry the way it is, despite its flaws. Right, but I mean, like, one of the things I was thinking about, too, along those same lines with the, like, the mystery cigar ingredients bit is, for one of the things is, re, like, uh, the, the companies themselves won't be able to give out, like, free samples or anything along those lines. Yeah, that so, was... I, I think that's that kind of... I'm super unconcerned with that. I think that's actually a non-issue. Well, um, see, I because if you'll recall, it's illegal in Indiana. At least I don't know if it's a federal thing, but it's illegal in Indiana to give out free beer samples at a bar. You still get them. Yeah, but I'm it saying still happens. Right, but I'm saying in terms of like, like just thinking about it, if they were like, if everything was going like. I guess, you know, in my head, just kind of, like, taking it to its fascist extreme, you know, like, um, Jose Blanco, like, when we went to his blending seminar, he won't be able to do those anymore. Oh, absolutely he will, because we actually, he would actually be able to do it exactly the same, because we bought tickets. Mm-hmm. It was a ticket event. technically, he wasn't giving anything out for free. Yeah. Because oh. you bought into it to yep. be there. That included our cigar. I remember reading it, it said includes blend cigar, and then... It was like $20 towards whatever you bought in the store that night. Right, But see, that's what I was thinking about, too, though. That cigar, because it was part of the seminar thing, he didn't tell us what was in there until after we started smoking it and everything. Right. So it's like, it's like I mean, yeah, I'm kind of nitpicking it here, but it's just like thoughts in my head occurring, like, huh, I wonder how it affects that. You know, it's one of those, it's a little sort of thing, but, you know, I mean. So, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely has some big drawbacks. I mean, we're not going to see the the pudgy monsters and the skinny monsters. Yeah. You know, and if we do, it's going to be like that once a year sort of deal from these brands. Because, <laughs> essentially, it's going to go just like a fast food restaurant. There's a reason that Burger King and McDonald's and Taco Bell don't, you know, put every single product that they think might work out to test 
Right. All that has to go through FDA regulation, and it costs money. Yeah. So if it's a flop, they're just out even more money. Right. So uh, one of the other big drawbacks, I mean, on, on top of all the jobs that will be lost, um, is that we're going to see all of these brands and companies pulling their headquarters out of places like Miami, Connecticut, yeah. Pennsylvania, and they're all going to be shipped overseas, and we're going to end up paying for you know, additional tariffs and taxes for importation. Mm -hmm. um, and there is going to be shortages. Like, it's not going to be quick. But there's going to be a lot more cases where a shipment of cigars was damaged, um, you know, and I don't think it's going to be a big increase or they got held up in, you know, uh, what the hell do they call it? Um, the going over international lines thing. Well, they're putting a halt on the Cuba thing, too, right now. Yeah, I mean, that. It's an interesting timing thing, too, is, you know, that's something I kept reading in, you know, some of the bigger news outlets posts is that the timing on this is suspect. Um, yeah. And, I, and that's the thing that bugs me about that, too, is I'm sitting here going like, are we really still like, oh, we can't do trade with Cuba? Why not? Guys, I hate to break this to you. The Soviet Union has been gone for a while. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, I, I miss the red threat sometimes, you know, but on the other hand, it's like, guys, it's over. Get the fucking clue. Mm -hmm. you know, like, can we just, like, open it up, sell the Cuban cigars, and, you know, have a happy duty day, you know? I mean, like, let's just... Yeah, it's, it's super frustrating on all fronts. Right. Like, you know, the silver lining on this one is real fucking thin. Um, it's, you know, it definitely does not outweigh the... Uh, the downside here um you know and it's it, it just sucks it really does it's going to put a lot of smaller smaller companies out of out of business uh brands like you know uh the former house of emilio now boutiques united right um i think they're kind of going to be in a, a real difficult position and we'll see them either be purchased piecemealed off or discontinued and shut down um, or move to other countries without these laws, um, you know, like Eastern Europe and places like that where, you know, other brands exist that we've never even heard of here. Right. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's going to be like companies like that. And, uh, you know, I think Sam LaCia is going to be in a tough spot having just left General Cigar and now trying to do his own thing again. Right. Um, not only that, you know, you're going to see, you know, like our buddy Justin uh, working for Battlegrounds. I, I would have to imagine he's probably going to be out of a job real quickly here unless they get purchased. Um, or, you know, best case scenario, this bill gets stopped or doesn't get funded. Yeah. You know, that's I feel like that is that is kind of the only only hope here. Mm hmm. So. Well, there's several positions positions petitions going around too so if you have the chance uh you know petition i don't want to naysay those because i think it's good but i also don't think it's going to do shit yeah but you I'm... know like on one hand i appreciate what they're doing on the other hand how many other petitions have we seen to places like the fda and the white house even where they're just like yeah go fuck yourself we don't care about your you know a hundred thousand signatures 
Yeah, but on the other hand, it's kind of like, you know, to, to paraphrase an old cliched statement, you know, it's better to have fought and lost than to not have fought at all, you know. Oh, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't want to say that it's, you know, it's nothing or whatever, but uh, it, it's definitely, uh, you know, it's just, it's not really something I would put any hope in. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, <laughs> If that was the Christmas present you were hoping that had the Nintendo 64 in it. Right, yeah. Uh, it's I'm, probably I'm, the I'm, wrong shape and size and might have clothes in it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not placing any bets or anything, but I mean, still, it's... I mean, if anything else, like, yeah, you can do the petitions, but I mean, you're better off just, like, hounding, I mean, in a tactful manner, but hounding your representatives and stuff to, like, you know, maybe rethink it. Granted, it may not do anything, but again, it's probably, to me, that makes a little more sense and it's a little more of a direct thing than doing a petition. Because a petition, they can look at it and then kind of like, you know, pass it across their desk to whoever else has to deal with that stuff on that end of the desk. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Whereas, like, if you're getting phone calls and emails and you're like, you know, it's kind of like that, you know, flanking approach, you know. So, I mean, if you really, really, really feel strongly about it and yet can also articulate your your viewpoint, you know, then by all means do so. You know, don't just go in there and be like, well, you're a fucking asshole. Like, that's that's not that's not helping. You know, it's yeah. not helping, guys. I thought it helped. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so the thing that I would actually, uh, I would encourage people to go and do is to go to the Cigar Rights of America website mm-hmm. and go through their free form where you can send emails to all of your local uh, government representatives. Um, I went through and sent three emails out to, like, Jackie Walorski was one. Uh, I think Joe Donnelly was another one for me. Um, and I believe those two would be the same for you. And then one really local person. Right. Um, And I got confirmation emails back from those people saying, I've received your email and I will give it consideration, which granted is a token, but at least you know it works and they did receive your letter. Right. Um, And it's pre-written. It's extremely well put together. There are bullet points and you can edit it if you so choose or add your own preamble or wrap up. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say just letting them know that you are upset about this is, is enough. Right. Um, and it will put it on their radar if they're getting thousands of emails about this subject. Mm-hmm. So go bitch at your local congressman, essentially. Like, we've, my family's had a joke about that forever. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever you're upset about something, and be like, yeah, I'll go write your congressman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, in this case, that is literally what we are reduced to doing. Yeah, but, I mean, at least we still have that option, you know. It's like... That's that's true. I, I just wish that we didn't have to use it. Right. I get it. You know, it's like, <laughs> this is a really bad analogy. It's kind of like carrying a gun or wearing body armor. You really hope you never have to use it, but you're really glad it's there in case. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things. I mean, obviously nothing's going to get solved right in this very second. But on the other hand... I mean, it's still something that's that's a thing. It's it's a news item, and that's you know. I mean, honestly, at least for us, as far as we're concerned, like it's probably the most eventful thing that's happened in cigars right now lately, at least from my point of view. 
So, but on the other, I mean, granted, I wish it was something better, but I mean, at least it's something, you know. Yeah. So one of the uh, one of the interesting points that came up from Half Wheel's article on this, mm-hmm. um, they talk about the fact that this is the last IPCPR where manufacturers will be able to introduce products yep. that were not um, approved. So we're going to see a lot of. Uh, we're going to see a lot of new cigars introduced to the market because one of the things that, you know, I, I really didn't notice until today is the fact that essentially people will be able to ship a shitload of cigars even after this goes into effect, even if they haven't been approved. It's just that they won't be able to introduce anything new. Right. So basically people can say, here are prototypes and sample boxes for our show Right. Um, and these have, you know, they've hit the market at one store or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can continue selling them while they gain approval. So yeah. essentially this year, really nothing is going to change. Right. Um, also, there there is something that should be super clear and super clarified for everyone that's unsure. Uh, internet sales of tobacco will not change. You can still do that. Yes, that is um, one of the things I was kind of relieved about too, because I was, you know, yeah, I do For like you and me. Sense. That's the way we can afford to smoke. Yeah, most of the time, like like I was mentioning a few episodes ago about that La Finkel bundle. It's like if you know I buy that, it's like eighty bucks and sixty one cigars, and it lasts me a fairly long time. So I like to be able to do that. Whereas I can't go locally to like Regals or Rudy's or whatever your local cigar shop is. And buy a bundle like that, especially not for that cheap of a price, you know, unless unless you're like doing some like really like under the table, you know, dick sucking or something, you know. (laughs) I could go for some under the table dick sucking. Oh, you know. Um, But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's good to know that we're still able to do that. And in addition to that, um, people were worried about their flavored cigars, Angela. Um, Things like acid. And all of that will not go away. They specifically actually named Tatiana here. Oh, okay. Um, But what they are saying is uh, the FDA does want to ban characterizing flavors, which would be things like adding strawberry flavor rather than like what they do with the... I think the acid line will be totally fine. Yeah, they infuse those. Right, yeah. So basically like your your grape swishers are going to go away. Yes. But, you know, your your acid deep dishes and, like, I'm not totally sure on how Tatiana does theirs. I'm assuming they infuse, too. But you're not going to get your, your grape swishers or, you know, any of that bullshit. So. I mean, if anything, what it means is that if, if people want flavored cigars to continue, they're actually going to have to improve the quality and the process behind them. So they'll get a little more expensive, but you won't get shitty cigars, or at least you'll get less shitty cigars that are safe. Right, because, I mean, for every, you know, like, honestly, like, the acid line is kind of the go-to example of that, because, like, I've never had, I mean, I've had acid flavors or whatever that I didn't like, but the cigars themselves weren't bad. Like they weren't falling apart. They didn't have chicken wire in them. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't a shitty cigar with some, you know, flavor spritzed on it. So, I mean, if anything, they might just kind of take, well, what does Drew Estate do that we don't do? And let's go that route. You know, it might be more expensive. It might be a headache for some of those people because it's easier. Just like you said, to 
slap a grape flavor on a cigar and be like, here. And besides, the other thing, too, is you realize the main reason that I tack that on there, I'm pretty sure, is because, again, honestly, there's maybe a handful of people that actually smoke grape swishers just to smoke grape swishers. Yeah. You know, as well as I do, they're using those things for a completely different purpose. So blunt wraps. Exactly. So it's like, although, you know, I'm thinking to myself, I've, you know, I've tried weed. I don't think grape is going to enhance the flavor of the weed. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but. So one of the other things, um, I guess essentially my view on this to wrap things up, because I don't want to talk about it forever. I, I think there's still more to come on this. I don't think this is the end of the discussion. Right. Well, essentially this, it's still fairly new, right? This is the big announcement part. Now it's kind of like waiting to see what the fallout from the announcement. Well, and if it even does really come to fruition, like we're right. not there yet, right? but essentially my view on this is it's not actually going to, it's definitely going to alter the industry, mm-hmm. but the vast majority, the body of the cigar industry is going to stay intact. Um, there are thousands and thousands of varieties of cigars that have been introduced since 2007 and, you know, thousands that will be approved by the FDA. Um, so we're still going to be able to get the sticks we want. And, you know, probably the worst case scenario is you're going to see, you know, a few dollars more per box. So that box that we bought, you know, I order my chillin' moose for my everyday smoker. Right. You know, or my La Aurora's, I order a box of 25 for 70 bucks. Right. They're probably going to cost me 75 bucks now. Hmm. Fine. You know, and the other big impact that we're going to see is we're going to see a slowdown in introduction of new products. Mm-hmm. Um, and while that kind of sucks... It's really not the end of the world. It just means that, you know, the cigar manufacturers have to plan ahead a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's a quick thing anyway, you know? Right. I mean, either way, like I said, it's still kind of early yet to really, like, you know, panic about it. But on the other hand, I mean, I can kind of see why people are panicking. But, I mean, again, it's still early yet. Chill out. And just kind yeah. of let things smoke, smoke your cigar, drink your bourbon or beer or whatever, and fucking relax. Like, it's not the end of the world. It's all going to be okay. Right. You know, they're not there kicking our doors be. down, taking our cigars. Right. Yeah, there are going to be some cigars that might go away just because they can't afford to produce anymore. But, I mean, it's not like all of them are going away. Mm-mm. So. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're going to be just fine. It'll, it'll all be all right. I promise. Um, yep. Just yeah. Take it easy, everybody. Take it easy. <laughs> Change happens. We all adjust. We'll be okay. Right. We can still smoke. So, I mean, yeah. Just got to learn to roll with it, baby. <laughs> yeah. Don't roll blunts with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, like I... I would have to imagine there's not a terribly huge amount of people rolling blunts anymore now with you know, being able to vape herb, you know, as well as the resurgence in eating it and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, well, I think that, uh, actually, I think in the, on the same day they announced they were going to start putting, like, some more stringent regulations on... So that's, so you're talking about vaping, but that's the e-liquid specifically. 
Right. Essentially, you and me could just get a, a homebrew system, essentially, and make our own e-juice. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't but know you can that... still get an herb vaporizer, put weed in that bitch, and vape weed, and that's unregulated like the e-juice. Well, right. I didn't know the e-juice had no, re- like, had no age and limit. And honestly, I agree with that decision. That shit should be regulated because right. it's, it's like I essentially thought... vaporizing corn syrup. Yeah, but I thought it already was. Like, I didn't know there was no age restriction on it. I, I, I mean, considering that, I know some of it doesn't have nicotine in it, but the fact that it could have nicotine in it, I thought it had an age restriction on it. But I guess I was wrong. <laughs> most most places have their own restrictions, and that's so that. Like, that's what I explained to her. Is I was like, essentially, it's more like they kind of self-regulated that to start with. Yeah, but, but now they're going to have to tell them the process right. of which they're, you know, making the e-juices. Right. Um, which I think actually is a good thing because that's a chemical compilation. Right. That's not something like tobacco where it's grown and it's, you know, it's, it's, equi- yeah. it's the equivalent of lettuce. Right. Yeah, and basically it's the thing, it's it's the, it's basically McDonald's versus, you know, a farmer growing lettuce, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. McD- you know, essentially the e-liquids are going to be like your McDonald's, you don't know what's in that shit, you don't yeah, know it's, what's it's, it's the equivalent of, you know, Coca-Cola versus fresh squeezed orange juice, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. one of these is not like the other, um, but in this case, they're both still going to be regulated. Right. And that's, and that's, I mean, I got no real problems with that, but I just like it too because, you know, I'm sure as soon as the deeming stuff came out, all the vape fanatics are all like, oh, look what they're doing. And it's like, yeah, well, you guys are going to get fucked too, so yeah. <laughs> enjoy, motherfuckers, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's not going away. Um, you know, and I, I think, if anything, this will be, uh, I, I would expect for this to be kind of straightened out kind of smoothed out and everything become a little bit more clear within the next six months and especially once the fda announces how much it's going to cost these companies and what the process is like because as of right now they can't even start prepping their products for approval they can't put together documentation or anything and it goes into effect in three months and that alone is barely enough time to rush to try to get that stuff to approval so as soon as that goes into effect, there's going to be a massive backlog, you know, so it's going to be the time it takes to do the approval Yeah. in addition to you have to wait in line for your turn. Yeah. I don't know. It's just going to be interesting to see, but, you know, that's kind of like the big cigar thing of the week, so. Yeah. I mean, the good news, we're all going to be able to smoke Padron still, and we're going to know whether or not they have a Mexican rapper finally that the question we thought would never be answered will in fact be answered. Yeah. Whether they want to answer it or not. <laughs> yeah. It's actually kind of fun. Like that, yeah. that is, that was a motorcycle. Yeah. That um, I can figure, <laughs> but it, it is, you know, kind of the end of that silver lining, you know, like it's, it's a real slim one, but there are a few little, few little gems in the rough there. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so th- there's there's that news that's fit to print, I guess. Yeah. So um, let's see what else. What else? Um, let's see. I, I do have half wheel open here, and I I know there was a a bit of news here that I thought was kind of interesting. 
Um, let's see. Uh, so California also increased their their tobacco purchasing age. You you mm-hmm. have to be 21 now instead of 18 to purchase any tobacco products. Yeah, I was just listening. I just heard that on the radio the other day, and I was like, huh, okay. Well, and that's kind of par for the course for California. You know, it, it's. I think it's ridiculous. I think the drinking age is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, well, considering we are the only country that has the drinking age of that. Right, and that's why I feel like it's just kind of par for the course here. Like, I'm really not shocked by it, but I'm no less irritated by it either. Right. I don't know. Basically, like, my whole feeling on that is, I mean, I think it's dumb to raise the tobacco age to the same age as drinking. Like, one guy put it, not like I listened to that radio thing, he had, like, a call-in segment, and the guy was talking about, like, okay... For all of our all the men and women that serve our country in the in the armed forces or whatever, you're telling me that they have to be 21 in order to smoke and drink, but they can still get a gun and shoot a guy in the face. Yeah, or be shot in the face, mind you. Right. But that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. first of all, that whole scenario, whichever way it goes, is fucking stressful. Yeah, you can Alcohol. you can dive on a grenade, but you can't have a beer afterwards. Right. Exactly. It's like for many I, reasons. Right, which makes absolutely no sense. I mean, granted, I don't necessarily want to lower it to like fourteen or something ridiculous, but I mean, at least yeah, at least eighteen. You know, I mean, I think like in Europe, it's it's more like sixteen. But the thing is, you got to remember about Europe. One, they're a lot more. I mean, granted, they have the lower drinking age, so they drink a little bit earlier, and they get past their stupid shit early. But on the other hand, most people in Europe, like outside of the people that live like in the bigger cities. They don't really drive a car. They don't really go anywhere. They don't do a lot of the crazy shit that we do. Some people there don't even own a car. Yeah. So, you know, like it, like here, more people own cars and get around, especially like here in Indiana because, you know, like, like especially here in Fort Wayne, there really isn't a very good public transit system in place. You know, like Chicago's got the L train. New York, you got the subway. You got buses. You got taxis. You know, you don't have a lot of that here, where, so most of the time you're going to be driving to and from wherever you're trying to go to, and then you throw alcohol in the mix, and that just makes it even more, you know, dangerous. Yeah. So I get I get it from our perspective, but on the other hand, it's like, I think it's kind of dumb to just all of a sudden arbitrarily raise it up that high, too. Right. Because, I mean, first of all, honestly, I started drinking when I was 16, so it's really not going to change anything at all. Yeah. I mean, how many, how many like, you know, 18-year-old, like, porn stars in L.A. are going to be drinking at whatever parties they go to? Come on, you know? Yeah, you know, well, and that's just the thing, is it's not going to stop anybody that really wants it. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, there's a, I guarantee you, the big issue is going to be, you know, the thousands of people that smoke cigarettes that are 20 or 19 or 18. Right. You know what, they're not going to quit because you changed the age. Nope. You know, it, and I don't know if uh, I would have to read the article a little bit deeper. Right. Um, it would make more sense to me if people, you know, that won't turn 18 before this goes into effect would be, you know, unaffected. So, like, if you're 19 and you're already a smoker, maybe you get grandfathered in. Right. Um, you know, where they do like that you must be this old and then they tell you, you know, born before this date sort of thing. 
Right. Um, I don't know if that'll be the case, but I would imagine not. Usually when they do this sort of thing, it's it's a pretty um, draconian measure. Yeah, but I mean, that's... It makes me laugh because there, years ago, one of my favorite comedians, Eddie Izzard, did a bit where he was talking about, you know, like they were going to outlaw, like this was before they did it like nationally, but when they were doing like the whole, uh, you know, outlawing drinking in bars thing, like like California was one of the first countries to do it before, or one of the fir- yeah, one of the first states or whatever to do it before everybody else did, you know, and it, he was joking, he was like, come on, California, you're supposed to be the crazy state. Pretty soon, you know, it's going to be like we're, you know, in bars there's going to be no smoking, no drinking, and no talking. You know, everybody's going to have, everybody's going to, have to go down to the library and have a wild time, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's quickly becoming the sort of thing where if you want to smoke or drink, you, you're going to have to do it in your house. Yeah, which granted, save a hell of a lot of money that way, but kind of hard to meet new people at your house unless you put up, like, some sort of, like, Project X party notice on your Facebook page. Like, hey, everybody, come over, you know. Online parties. Right, yeah. It'll be like like a flash mob at your house, you know. Yeah, essentially, we're going to go back to college. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's going to high school. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a Skype party, everybody. Yeah. But, yeah, that's kind of, I don't know. You know, I I will say the uh, the last upside here is we finally had a whole bunch of cigar news to talk about on the show for a change. Yeah, because there hasn't been a whole lot else going on. I mean, pretty much every like all the manufacturers were like holding on to their new stuff. You know, I know you were talking about you've got some samples or whatever coming in. We haven't got too much of that lately. We haven't been able to really secure much in the way of like interviews and stuff lately either, just because time and schedules and whatnot so i mean it is still a big part of our show i mean that's not going to change but on the other hand it's just one of those like you know lately things have just been kind of like skewing away from that to a degree but you know. right well and i will say um i i do i do have a couple of guests on the horizon right um it's nobody super super exciting really uh for most people it's exciting to me um, but for the average Joe, it might not be the most exciting thing in the world. Um, our, the owner of our local barbecue joint, Northside Barbecue, wants to come on the show and talk. Okay. Um, because we keep getting in trouble at the bar for having these really loud, ridiculous discussions about things like bathing and gravy in his parking lot. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I told him that I love Dairy Queen gravy, and he told me that, you know, like, I'm a horrible person because it's garbage. Do you mean um, Dairy Queen or KFC? Dairy Queen gravy. I love their pepper gravy for their chicken strips. Ah, okay. Weird. Fine. <laughs> I've never I, I never eaten. said I wasn't weird, okay? Well, I've never actually eaten food at Dairy Queen, so I mean I know they have food. Yeah. I know their burgers their burgers to me aren't that aren't that terrible. I mean I've never eaten anything there other never... than their chicken strips with gravy. Yeah. See, I never knew that they had chicken strips with gravy, and I never would think that you would put gravy on chicken strips. So, I mean, that's weird to me. It is delicious, and I highly recommend it. I mean, I'll try it. I'm not saying I won't. I just think it's... It's just one of those, like, you know, now you know kind of things. Yeah, like, huh. <laughs> yeah so we got, we got into that argument, and I told him that I would come to his restaurant with a bathtub full of gravy and bathe in it just to torture him. 
I wonder how much that would cost coming from Dairy Queen. I feel like I would need to get a, a Dairy Queen sponsorship, and I don't know that that would happen. Probably not, but I mean, hey, here's hoping. <laughs> yeah, you would have to say that you were dying from cancer, and that was like your last wish. <laughs> I mean, I'm not above that. <laughs> Tell them that you will put on video and, like, name it, you know, Dairy Queen Gravy, sponsored by... Fat guy in a little tub of gravy. Mm Mm-hmm. With cancer. Cancer gravy. (laughs) That's what everybody wants is some cancer gravy. Mm Mm-hmm. Sign me up. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, I mean... So that's cool. I mean, like I was just saying, like I know for some of the people that may have only just tuned in, it's like we do do cigar stuff. I mean, if you're really interested and you like our show, feel free to go find our backlog of episodes. I mean, granted, you know, we've got enough to this point where we've stopped naming them by episode number. So, I mean, there's plenty to listen to. Some episodes are better than others, obviously, but I mean, you know. If you're that curious, feel free to go back in our backlog. We did have some interviews, like we've had um, uh, Juan from Gurkha Cigars on at least twice. So, I mean, feel free to go back and check out those interview episodes because they were a lot of fun. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah, it's it's definitely a... uh, It's an interesting group of interviews that we have on our show. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so and the other guest that I've been talking with is uh, he's the streamer that I talked about that had the guy um, send the raid to his channel, uh, Syntax Seven. Right. And, See, uh, that's that's not like boring. No, it's pretty cool, but it just won't be exciting to like our cigar guys. I'm sure. Yeah, if you're if you're a cigar guy that's not into video games and stuff, then yeah, it's definitely gonna not be your thing. But yeah, but our podcast is more than cigars, though. Right, people right. know that. Yeah, I mean, it's as much entertainment as it is cigars. Exactly. Um, so right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of exciting. I, I still have to talk with him and work out the details and whatnot. Um, right. But he's a really, really neat person. He's one of the nicest people I've seen on Twitch. Right. Um, so, yeah, just kind of, I'm personally excited about that. Um, so, yeah, we'll we'll see how that all shakes out. Cool. I get excited about everything, so. <laughs> that must make things easy for Andrew. It really does. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate all of you. <laughs> Take what you can get. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> hey, at least you're getting it, right? Some people aren't. Mm. I know one person who isn't. Mm. He's still a virgin, and he's almost 40. Sad. Really is. I mean, it's it's not sad for the um, people who make the, uh, uh, what are they called? The, the vaginas, se- the sex dolls, and the no, flashlights, and the all that. Yeah. He, yeah, gets- he he is uh, single-handedly, no pun intended, uh, <laughs> floating that industry. And I actually did say that before I thought about what it really meant in that context. Nice. Yeah, well, I mean, it's true though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, true story. <laughs> I had him as a guest on my other podcast before that podcast went kaput. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, since our last episode didn't air. My other podcast is no longer a podcast, just so you know, in case you were a fan. Yes. Um, 
It was called Sexfecta. The the episodes are still up on iTunes and probably any other uh, podcast app that you can find. Mm -hmm. But there will be no more new ones, and the website is down. So yeah, but we had him as a, a guest on the ep on one of our episodes because he is a virgin, and you don't find those very often. So yeah pretty interesting to have him on right for cool. someone to be a, a virgin in this day and age that's like above the age of 18 right is... usually that's by choice or medical reason right yeah, and his is not even by choice so yeah yeah he's really just, a bummer for him he's just kind of not met the right person and or he has met the right person, and they didn't want him, you know. Right. So. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's not to say that it will still never happen. Um, also, someone should tell him that, you know, there are hookers. But <laughs> well, that's not the right person, Dan. He has standards. He could be. And those I could change. Yeah, well, they <laughs> If they haven't changed this long, then shit. <laughs> hey, maybe he hasn't found the right alcohol either. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, we'll see what happens with that, I guess. Yeah. Best of luck to you and your future endeavors, as it were. <laughs> True that. So shall we move on to entertainment, then? We shall. Alrighty. So, I'm not going to have a whole lot to talk about other than... Um, I've been watching a shit ton of Twitch streams. I, I typically watch it while I work. Um, and I actually even haven't gotten to watch as much as normal because I've been so busy. I've actually needed both monitors at work uh, to have shit open on them. Mm. Um, so while I basically my day consists of as far as, you know, watching Twitch or whatever goes or entertainment is I get to work. I turn on Syntax 7 stream because he starts super early in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then I watch him until King Gathalion comes on. And then I watch him. And about the time I go to lunch, about 1.30, he's ending his stream. Um, I get back from lunch, and typically by then I'm so busy I don't have time to watch anything else. Uh, so usually I am, you know... Uh, you know, just working and listening to music or a podcast or something like that. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of, uh, you know, my usual stuff. Joe Rogan, Giant Bomb, the Angry Chicken, um, that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Um, and then I, I get home and this week I've been streaming on Twitch from the time I get home till the time I go to bed, basically. Hmm. Um and I'll watch, you know, like a quick show with Ashley here and there. Uh, but that's about it. Just to appease her? No, not not just to appease her. I mean, I want to watch shows too. Um, but, um, yeah. Well, I was going to say, we've been kind of slowly but surely catching up on some of our shows and whatnot, so... That's about the other, like, we've been catching up on shows and uh, all that. Um, I know you were catching up on your shows the other day. 
Uh, I kind of kept up on um, most of my shows through the week uh, just by watching them while I was doing dishes or something. Um, I watched everything up until today that aired through the week. Um, but we caught up on Flash, didn't we? Yeah, we were all caught up on Flash other than whatever may have aired this week. I forget what night. Yeah, I think there's a brand new one this week. Ashley wanted to watch that when we were done here tonight. Okay, yeah, we haven't seen that one yet. But everything up to that point we finally caught up on. We're still working our way through Arrow. Uh, I know we watched like a couple episodes of that. The last one couple in nights. like a quarter of an episode because kids are being stupid loud. Yeah. And the one episode they're whispering most of the time on, and I'm like, all right, I can't even hear this. Well, that's that's the thing. Like trying to watch like that kind of a show on your phone, unless you've got headphones or a speaker connected, it's like you're better off just like not doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, we got not that the show like has horrible audio quality or anything. It's just a lot of the time there's like. There especially, were some hard moments of right, the show. Right, especially with the last couple episodes where there were some, like, you know, one of the, some somber moments where everybody's talking in more, like, you know, somber, somber tones. So, yeah, it's it's like you have to kind of, like, really be listening, you know. But, I mean, I'm still, you know, I'm liking where everything's going. I'm, you know, I am kind of, like, I am hoping that maybe... I'm still holding out hope that maybe they'll work out something where they can get, like, Constantine back at least, like, in a couple of Arrow episodes or something in the future. Like, maybe have him as a guest star thing, if not give him his show on the CW. Um, Because I think, like, that TV show was just, like, it was just on the wrong network at the wrong time, you know what I mean? But, you know, like, with all the stuff going on in Arrow right now, it's like, where the fuck is Constantine? We need this dude right now. Yeah. I did like that, like, one of the episodes we watched, they did make a joke about that. It's like, well, what about Constantine? It's like, well, he's in hell. And they're like, well, I don't care what his, you know, I don't care what he's going through right now. We need him. And he's like, no, 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 he's literally in hell. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he actually is talking to Satan right now, you know? And I was like, yeah, kind (laughs) of. It's sort of. (laughs) Since it still got canceled and all, I guess that's kind of the way it works. Um, In fact, there's actually been some news, too. I guess they're talking about possibly um, basically canceling Supergirl on, I think it's CBS or NBC, one of those networks, and they're talking about bringing it over to the CW, and I'm thinking to myself, like, duh, honestly, at this point, all the DC Comics-related TV shows should be on the CW at this point. Like, in in fact, the CW at this point except for, like, a few shows, should just go ahead and rename themselves the DC Comics Network, you know? Yeah, indeed. Um, It it should have just started there, let's be honest. Right. I mean, like, I think it would have found... Like, honestly, like, networks like ABC, CBS, NBC, all those big networks, not a demographic for comic book fans. That's a demographic for old people that like watching Wheel of Fortune, you know, and Jeopardy. And reality TV shows. And reality TV shows and procedural stuff like, you know, Law and Order and whatnot. Like, that's that's their bread and butter. Yeah, but not even Law and Order's on there. I know, but I'm just saying, like, shows like that that have that same sort of tone or whatever, like CSI and, you know, you're very, like grounded in reality shows like that. Like, if it's not an actual reality show, like, you know, that's that's kind of those network bread and butter because, like, 
that's what those people that watch those networks watch. Younger people, people maybe more our age, are watching stuff like CW if they're not like you know on their computer watching Twitch streams or whatever. I mean, that's right. pretty much or like Hulu and Netflix or Hulu, Netflix, and YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I should mention I, I am going to try to catch up on some shows like The Arrow um, because now I do have a second monitor out in my garage desk setup. Mm-hmm. Um, which I've been using mostly to Twitch stream and do stuff like that and monitor my chat while I'm streaming. But, you know, if I'm not streaming or something, I can play games and watch a TV show now, too, which is cool. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I don't really... like Honestly, I don't think I even have time to stream anything. And I'm not even sure that my rig, the way it is, could do it. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know what I would stream, honestly. Like... <laughs> Well, I mean, I you that's the thing it. is you just stream whatever you like to play. Like right. you shouldn't try to stream for a specific audience because you will certainly fail. Right. Um, well, I'm not, not miracle. I'm not saying like, well, see that's kind of the thing like before we got this podcast going and I kind of ended up like taking over and everything because originally we had, you know, you had different co-hosts and whatnot. But like I was thinking to myself like I would like to do a podcast after listening to so much like Kevin Smith stuff. It's like, you know, I should do that, but it's like what would I do it on? It's like I want You play you play a lot of Fallout. I do, but yeah. Fallout or I mean not a lot of people play a lot of the games that you play. You play a lot of different games and you might find your niche playing the games that people don't stream very much. Mm Mm-hmm. Where people are like, oh, cool, he's streaming this game. Nobody ever streams it. Well, and not only that, I mean, people don't usually watch streams for the games unless it's something brand new they want to see if they like or not. Right. Typically, they watch it because they like the entertainer. Right. You know, it's a lot like being a radio show host or a podcast host like we do now. Right. But you're playing video games at the same time. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know, most of the time when I'm playing video games, usually I've got, like, podcasts going, and I've got, like, other shit going on, and, like, on top of that, usually most of the time, like, if I'm playing games, it's usually during the day, like, when I've got my daughter and stuff, and it's like, I don't want to, like, break that and go mess with whatever it is she's doing, or, like, sit there and be, like, trying to play the game while she's talking to me, or... You know, look look at what my dolly's doing. Like, I don't give a shit what your dolly's doing. I'm dying right now. You know, like I don't I don't want that to be my Twitch stream. Like, you <laughs> is, know? is your dolly dying? Because I am. <laughs> they make their dollies die too. It's funny. Yeah, it's, it's, for now. Yeah, I was gonna say for now. <laughs> then all of a sudden, you find the burned Barbie dolls in the backyard, and it's like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. That was a pyromaniac. Somebody got it. It's not my fault. <laughs> but, whose fault is it? <laughs> I don't know. It's not me. But no, it's like I thought about, I don't know. I'd have to look into seeing what I could do with it. But I'm not, it's not something I'm necessarily like chomming at the bit to do. But I mean, like, I don't know. I just thought about it because you have that set up. And I was like, if he could do it, shouldn't I be able to maybe? I don't know. I don't have, I've only got one graphics card, but you know, I don't know. No, I mean, I'm, I'm live streaming from my laptop. Right, but you've got that uber awesome like gaming laptop, so it's kind of like it, it's about the equivalent of your PC. It's not that much better, right? But it's it's kind of built more for doing that. Whereas mine, I built it just to play games by myself. You know what I mean? So I don't know well, those things. Like I said, I mean, I, if you are interested in streaming, 
I would recommend just getting it to where it runs okay and playing the games that it works well with. Right. And only stream those games. Like, only stream games that you... You feel like when you're playing it, it doesn't affect the game, and it also looks decent on the stream. Right. Because you can stream at a low bit rate, and it's fine. Yeah. You know, it's not an issue. Yeah. I was going to say, as far as, like, entertainment goes, though, we have caught up on Arrow, which uh, I actually did read a news article about today. Um, It's going to get into some kind of spoiler territory, so... Those of you who aren't caught up or whatever might want to like shut your ears or pause, like skip ahead a few. So I should take out my headphones. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> but uh, basically, um, one of the characters died this season, and from all accounts, or whatever, apparently, like uh, Stephen Amell, who plays Oliver Queen and everything, um, I guess, was on Larry King. A few nights ago, and they were, and he was asking him like whether or not that character is going to come back, and he pretty much just flat out said no. What? Yeah. Who? Don't, don't say it out loud. You can you can write it down, or you can tell her off the stream. No, I, I got it. I, I I I already mentioned it to her, but yeah, basically it's you know, it's uh. Yeah, one of the characters died this season, and it's pretty much looking unlikely that she's going to return. So, you know, that's just, you know, and granted, on one hand, it's like I'm not, I don't know, I'm not terribly, like, upset that she's not coming back. I didn't think she was that great of a a character anyway, but... That's one of the problems with shows like that when you've got way too many characters that you really know what to do with. It gets to be a. It gets to be like one. Like for a superhero show, the whole point, like the whole hook, is the whole secret identity thing. You know, unless you're like fucking Iron Man, you just don't give a shit. Like in general, like it's all about secret identities and protecting your loved ones and all that. It's like when you have like pretty much half of your fucking family and the other half is your extended family. It's like I think the secret's out, dude. <laughs> you know, it's it's like you got to keep that shit like really close. And that's one of the tricks, I think, that they kind of figured out. It's like, maybe we need to, like, excise some of these characters, you know. Um, so, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it So far, it's been shaping up pretty good. Some Like, one of the things that kind of pissed me off, though, with Hulu is, for some reason, we were watching it, like, like a few months ago or whatever and catching up on stuff. It completely skipped a whole episode. So all of a sudden, we went from this one episode where two like the two characters were getting engaged and were going to be married to, you know, they broke up and they're not going to get married anymore. And it's like, wait a minute, what 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 the fuck happened here? What did we fucking miss? Now when we go back to catch up on it, that episode shows up. It's like, oh great, now we get to fill in that blank. Fuck, you know. It's like now I'm confused even more than it was when I started. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that. That is kind of one of the issues with those shows as they go on and on is they add in new characters and people like those characters so they don't kill them off or leave them out of the show. Right. And you end up with, you know, the Avengers cast for every episode. Yeah, but then you but then on the other hand too, you get to a point where you know, like one of the things that's great about like the Avengers movies is like even the tertiary sort of characters, they give them enough to do to where they're in the movie and they're worth a shit. 
the problem with TV sometimes is you've got too many characters to spend too much time on. Well, that's what I mean. There's always the one that you, you know, you're like, man, I wish they hadn't even put him in there because right. it was just so shitty the way they gave him three seconds. Right. And either that or it's like, well, they're they're going out and they're doing all this shit, but, like, she just shows up, does her thing, and then leaves, you know. And then it's like, well, okay, why is she here? Like, yeah, why, why did you bother Right, where 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 exactly is her contribution to this whole team effort thing, you know? Yeah. But in general, I mean, like, I love Arrow. I love the way it goes. I mean, like I've said before, you know, numerous times to me, it's kind of like the closest you're going to get to a Batman TV show on television that isn't Batman, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It has that kind of same feel. I mean, yeah, now they're starting to get a little more into, like, the, you know, the magic and, like, you know, the, the more comic booky stuff. Yeah. But, I mean... They built that up over, like, the last three or four years, you know, three or four seasons of, of content. So, I mean, you know, I like the, you know, there's something to be said for that kind of a slow build, which I know, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is one that, like, you know, has, like, a really slow build, which on one hand I do like, but there is a point where it gets to be annoying, you know, where it's like, all right, like, fuck, finally, like, two characters that we've been wanting to get together on that show since the fucking, like, day one, pretty much, because you saw it coming, now all of a sudden get together, and they're what, and they're, like, third, fourth season? Yeah, but then they get together, and then one of them turns evil, and the other one kills the other one, or they don't, or they end up breaking up because one of them's evil. Right. And I, <laughs> it's just, like, really? Right. Really? You, you fi- yeah, you finally give the fans what they want, and then you fucking take it away from them. I'm like... Are you are you Egon in Ghostbusters two? Are you taking away my puppy right now? Like, <laughs> right? The fuck, guys! You know, give me a fucking break here. Like, let some people be happy for a little while at least. Let my people love. Right. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, in Flash, I kind of get what you were saying before in some of the earlier episodes where you're talking about like some of the newer episodes were kind of like just mostly character development. There was very little action to them. Although I think the last episode that we watched, which is before the new one tonight or whatever, um, I think that one got really good towards the end when they started ramping up the action a bit. But you know, I, I know we're you know we're still ways off from where the finale is going to be. So well, they went from like that really slow show that Dan was talking about on the last episode to one that had more action to it, right? Which is nice when you have the slow build up. You know, the slow show to build up the characters and everything. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you need a more action-packed episode after that to be like, okay, we're still back, we're still here, we're still going to have a really good, like, action-packed series, mm-hmm. but you have to s- slow down a little bit sometimes. I mean, granted, I'm not expecting them to go into the Michael Bay school of, you know, script writing where there has to be, like, an action scene every ten pages. I'm not going that far. But I still want there to be some sort of action and, like, shit going on. I mean, you know, the way I look at it is, like, you're a superhero in this metropolitan city. Shit's happening while you guys are sitting around talking about the fact that you had a really shitty date the night before. You know? It's like, you know, you still got other shit to worry about right now. You know, that's one of the reasons why, like, to a certain extent... Like, that was one of the things about, like, Spider-Man that character in general in those comics that made super like that made it work versus something like Superman where it's like, you know, you think you become Superman, your life's going to get instantly better. 
But if you look at any Spider-Man comics or any Spider-Man like story arc, it's like his superpowers just get like progressively like better and yet his life gets progressively worse at the same time. <laughs> you know, like he can't hold down a job because he's too busy being Spider-Man. You know, it's like shit happens and it's like his life just gets worse <laughs> for being a superhero. Right. And that's one of the things that's genius about that character is that they took the idea of like, well, first of all, let's take the kid's sidekick and make him the hero. And then let's see what happens if his life gets progressively more fucked up because he's trying to be a superhero. So, I don't know. It's like, I'm, I'm pretty curious to see what's going to happen with, you know, the shows in the next coming seasons. I know apparently they're talking about having Kevin Smith come back to do another Flash episode, which I don't think we've seen his episode yet. I think we've still maybe an episode or two off from that one. I was say, it might be this episode or the next one. Yeah, but either way, I mean, like, I don't have any, like, that, first of all, he loves the show enough and he loves the comics enough to the point where I really have no, like, I don't know, hesitation or anything on my part to, like, see what he's going to do with it. Like, I don't think it's going to be horrible or anything. You know, granted, he does a lot. You know, generally, if he's doing his own movies or whatever, he's very dialogue driven. So yeah, there is that worry that it's going to be like you know a, a dialogue heavy episode. But on the other hand, he didn't write this. All he's doing is coming in and telling them where to go and what to do. You know, I mean, he might add a little like you know little ad lib thing here and there or whatever. But that's it. Like the extent of his you know, reach on the show is not that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, granted, I don't mind his work. I mean, I love his movies and stuff. I mean, as long as he never does that fucking camera shit in the back seat of the car like he did in Clerks, because that was fucking annoying. <laughs> right. But, but other than that, I mean, like, I, I have no issues about what he's going to do with it. I think it's going to be great, so... You know, and they're talking about maybe having him come back for an, for another episode, like next season, maybe. And I'm like, sure, why not? You know, if anybody has enough love for the material and the characters and the, and the TV show as it's been up to this point, I mean, why not? You know, I, better him than me, honestly. <laughs> it's like I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. So, you know, I mean, I love comics and stuff. I love the characters and everything too. But it's like I've never written. I've never directed. You know anything along those kind of lines? So you know, I mean, I've had thoughts of doing it, but I've never done it. So I don't know. I'm weird like that. But I mean, those shows have been pretty good. Uh, we did watch again a movie that's. I know it's a little. I think it's a little bit more near and dear to my wife's heart than mine, but it is still one of my favorites. Uh, we ended up having a friend over last night and watched uh, Tu Wong Fu again. Yeah. They were like, we should watch that movie again. I tried to find it on streaming, but it wasn't on anything. So I was like, all right. It's episode 21 that he did. Uh, it's called The Runaway Dinosaur. Hmm. And I think it's supposed to be next week. Okay. Because somebody did uh, a review of it or whatever, and she's, and that was on May 4th, and she said it airs next week. Okay. So, yeah, it should be coming up, yeah. So, cool. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, we're fine. Um, but, yes, we watched that um, last night, which is like our millionth time watching it just because. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, okay, little uh, little funny story here. Uh, we have uh, profiles in OkCupid okay just because, you know, everybody knows we're swingers. Um <laughs> 
Yes, for those of you that haven't listened before and haven't checked us out on Twitch, because this is the first time we've done Twitch, yes, we are swingers. We are swingers. <laughs> you, you two are, I am not. Yes, yes that's Just our... to be clear. Yes, I was going to say, Andrew I meant we as in my I, wife and I, yes. Andrew and I are swingers. He is not. Um, <laughs> Dan is not. <laughs> Dan is not. Uh, we would. That would be awesome if Dan was. But anyways. Mm. Um, <laughs> So I get a message from OkCupid um, today after watching that movie last night from a man that is a cross-dresser. And he, I mean, it's not like he was ugly or anything in his getup or whatever, but I'm just, I have a lot of standards when it comes to people like that. If you're going to cross-dress, then you need to look like you are off of Tu Wong Fu. Because, seriously, that movie, like, b- gave me a standard on cross-dressing. You right. have to look like you came out of that movie. Because they look like women on that movie. I know it's Hollywood and shit, but I've seen some really good cross-dressers in person, too. And so this guy still looked like a man in his getup, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm sorry, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have nothing against people who cross-dress, but if you're gonna do it and want me to be, like, attracted into or into it, yes. You have to look like you came out of that movie. So, I was kind of like, yeah, no, I'm just gonna delete this message. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you know, like, the thing is, like, I even, like, we looked up a guy that we met that was a cross-dresser and everything, and it's like, you know, he was a drag queen, and we looked up his pictures, and it's like, okay, if you're going to strive to look, to be a, a drag queen or whatever, be what this guy is, not whatever the fuck it is you're doing there. Like, <laughs> it looked like a dude, it, it looked just like a dude wearing a bra and a wig. Like, that's not cross-dressing. <laughs> It's like I got drunk. I got too drunk one night in college, <laughs> you know, and I took this picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, no, let's not do that. Let's let's maybe no. Right. But yes, I have standards. Because yeah, because like all, like say what you want. I mean, yeah, sure. Wesley Snipes looks pretty fucking built for a for a dude in a dress in that movie, but he still came across as womanly, you know, and had the whole like air going about like okay it's just a really built woman maybe she's a russian bodybuilder i don't know you know she plays basketball like they did in the movie right exactly it's like you know they went to a hotel and they had a women's basketball like uh tournament thing there and they were like oh hey you're part of the women's basketball group come on in so yeah pretty much yeah we're weird it's okay it is. You're correct. <laughs> Weird is good. It's a whole new society, man. Whole well, and it it is nice to have uh, you know different uh, different views and different opinions on the show. Right. Like I don't know. I uh, there's a difference between bisexual and pansexual. Basically, pansexual. You are into basically anybody. You would fuck a furry. Uh, well, uh, if you're yeah. pansexual, 
If you're you pansexual, yes. So you're basically into whatever anybody is. You know, you just take people as they are. And I don't know. I, I'm kind of on the borderline of both, of pansexual and bisexual, because I still have, I'm still picky. And, I mean, that just makes me human. But I'm just picky about, you know, if you're going to be a cross-dresser, then you need to look like what you're trying to dress as. You mm -hmm. can't be bad at cross-dressing. I just have standards. So if you're going to be a furry, you better look like a fucking well, dog. I, I, I think you can be I think <laughs> you can be a pansexual and have standards and taste. Yeah. Right. I, I don't think it means you would fuck anything because that would include dogs. Yeah, well. That's I mean, pretty much what pansexual is. Actually, a friend of mine described it basically as... I will have sex with anything as long as I can have a good conversation afterwards or before, you know? And I was like, okay, that's a very good definition. I, I applaud your, your whatever. <laughs> not, per you know, not particularly my thing, but I'm not going to say that, that, you and, know. And I don't think if you're like Jay from Jay and Silent Bob, you qualify either. You can't right. be like, yo, homeboy fucked a Martian and that makes you pansexual. Right. Because I would fuck a Martian. If they were sexy, man, I probably would. I was the dancer say, bitches from Star Wars? Hell yeah, I don't care if they're blue. I was gonna say Jadzia Dax from fucking Deep Space Nine, yep. Blue is my yep. favorite color, so yeah. Yep. <laughs> white, white goes really well on blue. There you go. They can still wear, wear the pearl necklace. <laughs> and it would look good because, you know, they're a darker color. Right. You can see it. Right. All right. So we have officially derailed. Yes. We jumped the shark. Let's keep going. All right. It didn't bite me. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. It's Day not turning counts. out like the Batman episode. Right. Or Jaws. Yes. <laughs> or Jaws. You're correct. Yes. All right. So, but the I mean, it hasn't sunk yet. <laughs> but other, but like other than that, I mean, like you know, we've caught up on a few episodes here and there. We watched that movie. Um, other than that, I think entertainment-wise, we didn't really do um, a lot. I mean, like I said, I know we're going to go see uh, Civil War tomorrow. So, yay. I just bought yeah, the tickets, actually. We're hoping to go here. see it um, probably tomorrow night or Sunday night um, because we're probably going to be tired and want to be home by the time we're on our way back Sunday. Yeah, well, we're going around like 3.45 in the afternoon and everything. That should give us enough time to get there, see it, and then, you know, go to... CS3s for your burlesque show tomorrow. So yeah, and speaking grab of, some food while we're there. Yeah, speaking of entertainment, I was going to say actually, um, some of you know those of you who don't know or whatever, my wife does uh, burlesque with the Fort Wayne Bombshells. Um, they have a show tomorrow. It's got a Moulin Rouge Carnival theme to it. Um, their event uh, page or whatever got uh, uh, the cease and desist or whatever from uh, Facebook because apparently it was like a copyright infringement issue. So the event page got basically, you know, destroyed or whatever. So, but it is still happening. It's not like it's changed anything as far as that goes. But as far as them like putting up an event page and all that kind of stuff, it uh, it is. We're not, not going to put another one up. Yeah, because for one, it's short notice because they decided to do it like today, you know, day before the show. The event page has been up for weeks. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, but either way, you know, there, you know, I have put out, you know. I had put out the message and everything on my Facebook, and she's put it up on hers. 
but it is still happening even though there's no event page for it so I mean if you're in the, if you're in town or whatever and want to check it out there you go yeah. Soup Salad Calhoun Street Soup Salad and Spirits on Calhoun Street in Masterson check it out it is at 7 no uh, the doors open at 8.30 okay the show is at 9 okay there you go but you have to get there early or you will not get a seat I'll say the last few shows that we've done, you know, for the most part, have been pretty much standing room only. So feel free to get there as early as possible, please. There will be absinthe served, apparently, from what I was told. So yes, because one of our very own will be an absinthe fairy. There you go. So they're doing it for our show. Very cool. Which, granted, like I already told one person that was curious about it, I was like, I don't say don't try it, but. You know, if you don't like Jägermeister and you don't like the taste of black licorice, then it might not be for you. So, just put yeah. it out there. You still, I mean, I encourage you to try it anyway, but I'm just saying, if you're not a fan of it, you may not enjoy it. So, you have been warned, you know? Right. Mm. Cool. Mm. So, with that being said, shall we move on to video games? The video games. Yes. I feel like a bad video gamer because I really didn't play much this week. No, we've had a lot of other stuff going on, so, you know. Well, that, and I'm just like, I've been at home. I don't get, like, bored enough to play video games when I'm at home. I do that at work. Right. (laughs) With kids, with the kids and everything else, it's like we've had shit to do, so it's not like, you know, plus, again, we've also been catching up on sleeping, you know, like getting up at like 10, 11 o'clock every day, so... So nice. I know. I'm going to miss it, so... Uh, anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, basically, like, as far as video games go, I mean, I've been playing a little bit more Fallout. I know um, the Far Harbor expansion is getting ready to come out uh, the 19th of this month, I believe. So, yeah. So there there you go. Like, the la- you know, you had your, your Automatron... You had the the workshop thing, which was basically just more stuff to build, and now you're going to have Far Far Harbor, which will be a whole new place to explore. And from what I've read about it, apparently, um, what's that? I didn't say anything. Oh, sorry. Stupid chair. Stupid chair is squeaking. I thought you were talking at the same time. Anyway, but basically, um, from what I understand, like in reading about it after they released the uh, like the reveal trailer or whatever. Um, I guess there is not going to be any sort of level requirement to partake in it. So, nice. Yeah. So, I mean, you can pretty much like if you're just now starting out, or if you just happen to start a whole new character, you know, don't worry about having to reach a certain level. I know a automatron, you have to be at least level 15 to get the notification for that to start doing that. But uh, as far as Far Harbor goes, I mean, as soon as you get to wherever that is, I mean. You know, you, you can partake in it no matter what level you are, so. Which is nice, you know. Yeah. Very I'm kind of curious to see where what it's going to be about, because I watched the trailer for it, and uh, it's pretty crazy. I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm in a way, to me, it's kind of like, it almost kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Point Lookout from Fallout 3 a little bit, but without the inbred rednecks, so. <laughs> right. So, and I've been playing a bit of Overwatch because the open beta was this weekend, or is this weekend. Um, I haven't really done too much with it. I've mostly just been kind of like playing around with the characters to kind of get a feel for 
which ones I'm going to like messing around with, which ones I know I'm absolutely not going to enjoy. So I haven't. Re- I've played like one real match, um, which I didn't really do that well in. We've, you know, it was one of those. Uh, it was one of those. Uh, God, what do they call it? like the ones from uh, TF2 with the bombs that you got to move and shit? Uh, I forget what they're called, but. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, escort mission things, or whatever right, it is. Right, where we were on the defending team, so we had to basically keep them from getting their bomb to our base, and we were not very successful. Yeah, those. So I've played a bunch of those, and there's some where you have to do a control point, mm-hmm. and then it unlocks something you escort, which are really difficult. Yeah, that's part of that's the one I played because we had to uh, we had to uh, attack and or defend a control point, and then we lost the control point, and then they got the bomb and started escorting it to our base, so yeah. we're not able to stop it very easily. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was. It, but I mean, it was still pretty fun to check out. I mean, the only thing I'm gonna say is I'm fucking hate Roadhog, at least being on the receiving end of Roadhog anyway. Um, that's what she said. Well, he has the, like, you would appreciate this, he has a scorpion-like maneuver for Mortal Kombat, where he has a meat hook, he can just grab you and pull you and then shotgun you in the face. So it's like, you're pretty much insta-killed right there, yeah. It's a lot of fun to do, although it's like, to me, like, I was thinking about it, you know, I was like, on one hand, everybody's going to point to, everybody's going to point to, uh, you know, Mortal Kombat, but, like, I can see a bunch of different things, because the character you're playing is this fat, like, Mad Max-style biker dude, you know, with a meat hook. It's like it's almost like Lobo from, you know, Injustice in a way, because Lobo has a meat hook that he uses too. So it's like you got a little bit of Lobo, a little bit of Scorpion from Mortal Kombat, because, like, everything the character says is hard to understand because he wears a fucking gas mask on his face. Yeah, he's he's probably my least favorite character in the game. Which is funny, though, because, like, you like playing Junkrat a lot. And Junkrat and him are like bestest buds, you know, which well, I can yeah, see. Yeah, but they don't play anything alike. No, but that's the whole point. It's like, you know, they don't play anything alike, but in tandem, like if you have a Junkrat and a Roadhog on your team, I'm pretty sure you're going to be okay as long as the two people that are playing those characters can coordinate themselves, you know what I mean? Right. So it's like, I mean, they don't play anything alike, but they're still fun to play with. Like I was actually going through just messing around with the practice uh uh, the practice level like today just to kind of get a feel for the different characters and their powers and stuff without necessarily getting myself killed for no reason so I was like messing around with I've, I've come up with a few of them like I've, I've got a big long list of ones I like at least from there I haven't really played too much with them in an actual match to really get a good feel of whether or not I really like them but yeah. like, there's only a handful of characters that I really don't like at least just from the practice thing and it's like I know I probably will never play them in an actual, like, match. Um, like, I really don't like uh, Genji. I don't like the weird cyber ninja whatever the fuck. I, he just seems like he's really slow. He has, like, no travel abilities whatsoever, which kind of makes no sense to me. And then, like, his, his abilities don't seem to do a whole lot of damage. So I don't know. Maybe it's different in an actual match, but just to me, he just seems kind of, like, worthless to me. At least not for my play style anyway. Well, he's kind of an assassin character, essentially. I mean, the yeah. goal is to get in and then kill somebody. Right, but he has, like, no... Like, Reaper is better suited for that in a way, because he's got, like, the whole teleporting, like, you know, ability and whatnot. So to him, it makes more... Like, to me, it makes more sense 
like for the ninja guy to have that because shit ninja you know yeah i mean i i hear you but at the same time i i've played enough of it to know that if he does make it in there he can fuck your day up right so i mean like that like but those two like reaper and genji or whatever i just don't really they're too slow Oh, the stream is dying, guys. Sorry. I'm doing too much stuff on my computer, I think. Not my cup of tea as far as my way too much for me to actually kill something. And that seems kind of retarded. Yeah. Huh? Sorry, my uh, my stream is dying there. Can you still hear me? Hmm. Yeah, I got a little garbled there for a second, but we can still hear you. Yeah, sorry, I was doing a little bit too much on my uh, my computer there. I was trying to uh, create an overlay on the stream while streaming and recording. Everything good now, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we're good now. Okay. But yeah, like I said, like Genji, Reaper, and Winston, and Mercy are the ones that I don't like. I don't foresee myself playing much of, if any, at all. Um, like Mercy, like she's pretty much like all she's good for is healing. Like she's got a pistol or whatever, but like I hardly see where that's really going to be any benefit. You know, it's not. A, it's not. Well, I mean, that is her role. She is a healer, right? But like some of like uh, what is it? Uh, Symmetra. Like, you know, she actually, like, she's kind of like, to me, she's the best class if you like playing um, Trobjorn, because Trobjorn's like the engineer that builds sentry guns and the whole thing, and, like, you know, Mercy with healing. It's kind of like the best of both worlds in that, and it's like, I could see myself playing both of those, you know, because, like... Let me me stop the call and call you guys right back. Okay. Um, Call Note is using, like, 100% CPU right now. Wow. Okay. So I, I want to make sure that the that this recording gets saved, even though we have the stream of it. Right. Um. So let me call you right back, and I'll piece the two together. Okay then. All right. I'll be right back. All right. Hey. Diamonds. Welcome back, sir. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um. It looks like. Uh, call note has like a memory leak or something, and after it runs for about an hour and a half. It just starts eating up all of your CPU. Mm. Um, so yeah, for for those on Twitch, I just started that stream back up as well. We had a little bit of an issue with our uh, recording software, but everything's good now. We're we're back on track, I think. So we're, yeah, we're good to go. We were talking about uh, Overwatch. Overwatch, yeah. We were talking about Roadhog and. Uh, Pretty much, pretty much just talking about all the care. Like I'm basically talking about all the characters that I that I kind of like messing around with, at least in the practice zones or whatever. Before actually going into real matches, I'll probably narrow the list down from there. But I'm just kind of getting an idea because I kind of want to know like what characters I'm going to really play with. Like you know, because I don't really want to waste my time on characters that I'm probably not going to enjoy playing. Like, don't get me wrong, I love the look of, like, all the characters in the game, but it's like, just because it looks cool doesn't mean it's, you know, going to work for me, so. Yeah. 
But it's like I know like our buddy uh, Keel, he really likes playing his Reaper, so it's like I know that's gonna be his go to. You know, I mean obviously I love McCree and everything, although I've not had I haven't really played him in an actual match. I did play him in a an AI match. I did okay, but I didn't really do too great, you know what I mean? Right. So like he's he's still my favorite one, but you know. It's just because I I really like messing with Bastion, just because I think he's kind of got like you know if you really want to be sort of a tank, I mean Bastion is a tank. So yeah, you know. he is again one of my least favorite characters because of the way he plays in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a tendency to be really boring. So like when he gets the the best play of the game, where it shows like you know a really good play that a character had. Um, it tends to be like him just sitting still and shooting three or four people as they run in or out of a door. Right. Well, I mean, I can see, like, Bastion being, I guess you could say, like, almost essential or whatever for, like, the match like we were talking about where it was, like, capture the control point and keep people from moving the, you know, what do you call it, moving the uh, the bomb closer to your base or whatever. Like, if you're on the defensive, like, he's a good defensive character for that, so. But, I mean, as far as, like, you know, anything beyond that, like, if you're just playing a straight-up, like, you know, team deathmatch type thing, I mean, he's not really, I mean, if you want to get a lot of kills kind of cheaply, maybe, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, I definitely see his role as important, but I almost feel like having him and Torbjorn is kind of redundant. Right. Whereas, like, you know, um, Hanzo and Widowmaker are both snipers, right. but they both play completely differently. Right. And essentially, for all intents and purposes, you know, Torbjorn and um, what's-his-face almost play identically, uh, Bastion. Yeah. Like, essentially, all you're doing with Torbjorn is setting up a turret, and then when they destroy it, you put up a new one. Right. Whereas with... Uh, Bastion, you're just you know when you take some damage, you go hide around a corner and you, you know, throw up another sentry, right? And, or you run back around and put up another, or go back into sentry mode. Well, like um, with, yeah, Bastion, you hide around a corner, you use his healing ability, and then you turn back around again, and yeah, yeah. And I mean, I've played a little bit of Torbjorn and a little bit of Bastion, and they like I essentially played the games identically. The only thing I did notice about Torbjorn that makes him a little better in my opinion is you can throw down a few different sentries from different angles and then you also have your long range shot and your shotgun shot with his gun right so you at least do have a little bit of ability to defend yourself whereas with Bastion anytime you get in a one-on-one you're just kind of boned right yeah like I said I've only been messing around I like to get boned well we know that but but you don't like getting shot not particularly. I've never been shot, so I mean, how can I know? <laughs> I'm fairly confident in the the uh, assumption you wouldn't enjoy it. I was going to say, it's kind of like I've never been smashing the nuts with a hammer, but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't enjoy it. <laughs> it would not be a fun time. Could be one of those things that, you know, is a kink for me. Maybe. Could be. You never know. Just shoot me, and then I get off, and then we're good. <laughs> It's a lot of recovery time, though. Yeah, I mean, that that's going to be a really unfortunate kink for you. Yeah. I feel bad for you if that is, that is your deal, but <laughs> I'm also pretty confident that it is not. As you've stated, you have not been shot. Yes, but you never know, man. It could be. 
you know, I mean, obviously, like, uh, to get back onto Overwatch, um, sorry, it's okay, <laughs> um, Soldier 76, to me, he's, like, the best all-around sort of, like, like, class to play or character to play or whatever, because, like, if you're coming from, like, something like Call of Duty or whatever, then you're gonna feel right at home playing him, um, you know, but, you know, he's kind of like your all-around go-to. Tracer, I like kind of like how she moves and how she works. I, I like the like, character, but I like it better when other people play her. Right, it just doesn't fit your play style, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she also, I love it when the other team has a Tracer because they always feel like they can come and kill me while I'm playing the Sniper or Junkrat. Right. And with uh, Widowmaker... I've played enough snipers in games. I just shoot her once in the head and she dies. Right. Whereas with uh, Junkrat, even if she does kill me, my body explodes and she dies. There you go. So I, I've been enjoying uh, playing against Tracer and I enjoy it when other people play Tracer. And see, that's um, the thing. Like, I know Junkrat is your favorite go-to guy at this point. Like, that's the dude you're going to play, like... Well, and I... So part of the reason... Like, he, I didn't think I was going to like him at all because I hate the character design. Um, and I don't really particularly like his banter. But I'm really good with him. Like, I do really, really well with him. Right. So, yeah. You just have to get over that, that's all. <laughs> right, right, right. Um... You know, it's like Junkrat is fun to play. Um, Roadhog can be, you know, I mean, like, I don't know, like, even Reinhardt, like, I didn't, I originally, like, when I started messing around with him, I didn't like him at first, but then I messed around with him a little bit more today, and I was kind of like, you know, I kind of like him. Yeah, he's actually pretty fun, and when you get that one-shot kill with that hammer swing, you feel like a god. Right, exactly, and it's like, that's, yeah, that's always a lot of fun. Um, I like Zarya. In fact, it's kind of sad because I'm kind of attracted to her. <laughs> but, like, I, I kind of like the idea that she's kind of, like, a little bit of a healer, you know, like, at least gives you, like, the shield thing. But then she's got this kind of, like, pretty gnarly, like, cannon. So, I mean, like, she's fun to play. Yeah, I'm also a big fan of Farah. Yeah. Um, she's really good for getting behind the enemy and kind of pushing them into your team. Right. Off of a point. Because, number one, you can use her E ability to essentially boot people off of ledges and kill them by falling off the map. Yep, I've done that a couple times in that practice session. I actually had one match where I did that eight times. Mm -hmm. I was just like, those people have to be so angry right now. Probably. Stop spamming that, dude. (laughs) Yeah, well, and that's the thing. I literally don't use it unless it's to reposition someone or to get away from someone it's not like you know i'm not spamming it but they must have thought i was because i would just run up to the point shoot the little bomb down and they would all go flying and get pissed mm-hmm. um but it, it is a blast to see like you know the big kills when you use junk rat and drop his alt in the middle of a whole team Mm-hmm. And they all die. It's just the most gratifying feeling in the world. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like it, like even going into like the healers and stuff. Like Lucio, I think is a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, just because I like the idea that he can do the whole wall sliding thing. Which I'm like, why can't the fucking ninjas do this shit? Like, you know, well Hanzo can. He can. Yeah, if you hold uh, space, Hanzo will run up walls. Huh. He can climb as high as he possibly can go in a map. 
Okay, because I was going to try doing something like that, but I didn't end up getting that far. But I like the fact that at least he's a sniper, but he's using a bow and arrow. Like, when I first saw his character, I was thinking he was going to be basically like another samurai type, you know. But, like, there's no sword. It's just, you know, his bow. Yeah, and just a bow. He's, ba- he's basically like, you know, just a you know, Japanese archer, which is pretty cool. Yeah, also I've been thoroughly enjoying meleeing people to death while they think I'm out of ammo. They run up to me. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, I pressed V, and now you're dead, and you're real sad about it. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, I really liked, um, I like DVA, too, or Diva, or whatever. Diva, yeah. I like Diva. She's a lot of fun. Yeah, I love the fact that she jumps out of the mech when you kill it. Yeah, so you She can actually get it back. Right, because you can still play for a little bit, because I had that happen to me, um, actually, when I was playing that, uh, the AI match I was talking about, because I started checking her out. I was like, well, let me see what she's like. You know, she's got this big mech, right? I kept getting knocked out of my fucking mech, but, like, I could but still run didn't around. Die. Right, I could still run around and shoot people and then just wait for my mech to come back, you know? But even then, it's like, she's a lot of fun to mess with. Um, I did mess around a little bit with Widowmaker. I kind of like, you know, she's kind of fun to play, although I'm... I'm usually not a big fan of snipers because I'm usually the one that's always getting victim to them. So, because I'm one of the... I'm, I play more... Like, that's part of the reason why I think, like, Soldier 76 or whatever is going to be more like the guy I go to a little bit because I'm used to playing, like, the Call of Duty style where you're kind of assault, whereas your mission is to go out there and kill the shit out of anything in front of you, you know? Yeah, he's he's very strong. And I was talking with somebody about that today. Mm-hmm. Um Actually, it might have even been you. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reasons he's so strong is he has the sustained fire. Mm-hmm. And people don't really know how to deal with that. There's a lot of burst damage in the game, and people run away and get health. And with his sprint and constant rate of fire, you can just you know chase people down and burn their health bar away. Mm-hmm. And he has a quick reload, and if you get him close but don't finish him, mm-hmm. you can use your... Uh, rocket barrage mm-hmm. and kill someone and it has a big enough cooldown it's not overpowered right but at the same time it's also a really good way to knock somebody away from you and I've even killed Roadhog doing that a few times after he's hooked me nice yeah I mean he is a very strong character and then the auto aim that he gets essentially his aimbot right uh, for his ultimate ability is super powerful and the increase in damage is maddening when you're against him right because I had a couple of guys that were playing as him that killed me the other night, too. Um, May, actually, I think is a pretty interesting character, too. Yeah, I, I had a real good game with her earlier tonight. Um, I actually ran into a control point in a like enclosed room with three other enemies. Nice. By myself, and had no alt built up. It was the first encounter of the match. Right. Ran around and froze them partially. Mm-hmm. and took enough damage that it built my alt up, and I threw down my alt and killed all three of them while I froze them. Nice. Yeah, it was... I was like, there's no way I should be able to just walk into a room and win a three versus one. Right. Yeah. But I did. Yeah, and, and Zenyatta, that character is fucking like... That's like the craziest like healer dude I've ever seen in any game ever. Yeah, he has a lot of uh, MOBA inspiration. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I could see him popping up in, like, League of Legends, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I definitely like his character. You know, I like the idea that he's got, like, you know, these, like... It's kind of funny, like, I think in a way he was inspired kind of, like, by, like, Dalsim from, like, Street Fighter 2. 
kind of has that whole like you know Zen warrior thing going on. But on the other hand, like the spheres that he's got, it always reminds me of fucking Phantasm. Like I just wish that he had a sphere that would bore into somebody's head and drill their brains out. Right. <laughs> you know, that would be fucking amazing. Like that should be like an alternate ability or something. But I, I still think it's cool that he's got you know he's got one orb he can put to basically zap your health, and he's got another one he can put on somebody else to heal them, and you know then he can just sit there and lob orbs at you all day long, you know. Right. Yeah. So I mean, like honestly, I've had a lot of fun with a bunch of characters. I mean, McCree I like, but it's like you have to kind of have some strategy with him. Because, like, for me, the best thing i found to do, it's, in a way, it's kind of like Roadhog's bit, where I'll throw out the, the whole, like, stun grenade thing or whatever it is that he does. And then, I'll, and then I'll just start, you know, basically, like, shooting the shit out of them with the pistol real quick. So that's kind of like, you know, if you're going to do combos, like that one and the one Farah does, where basically, like, for me, I'll go up in the air and I'll fly. And then I'll do the, the rocket barrage thing that she does. It's, it literally is death from above because you're up in the air and you're just raining down fire, you know? Right. So it's like that's my best combo with her. I mean, granted, like I said, I haven't really put it to the test in an actual match yet. I'm still work. I'm still – I might end up doing that later tonight. I'm not sure, but we'll see how that goes. But in general, like, I've been having a lot of fun with it. Honestly, I've had a lot of fun – or I've had a lot more fun with that than I have with um, uh, Battleborn. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm enjoying Battleborn. I really like that it has a uh, single player that's actually a lot of fun. I think the writing is really good. I think it's funny. I like the Gearbox style. Right. Um, I'm a big fan of it. I think it's really great, but I understand why it's not for everybody as well. Right. But in general, I mean, I've, you know, I don't know. Like, for, for me, as far as like a purchase goes, I'm probably more apt to purchase Overwatch at this point. Well, and it's also $20 cheaper. See, I haven't even factored that in yet. So, yeah, it's $20 cheaper, but on top of that, it's just the fact that, you know, I like their characters, I like their gameplay. I mean, yeah, there's no single-player, like, campaign component, but, I mean, you know, that's, you know... I mean, I don't necessarily need to have that. It's nice that it's there in Battleborn, but... And even then, the problem I have with, like, Gearbox and Battleborn and all that is I don't like their single players because they're basically just like, let's lob as many enemies as we possibly can at you to kill the shit out of you. And it's like that, to me, that's almost approaching like Dark Souls level difficulty sometimes. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I understand it. I, I enjoy it, but I do realize, you know, unless you like looter shooters, essentially, it's not the kind of game you're going to like. Right, and that's like, you know, I don't. I guess I just don't enjoy that kind of gameplay. So, I mean, that's part of the reason why I just don't you know, I don't have as much love as I do for Overwatch. Plus, I just like the character designs a lot better. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Oscar Mike, I like Montana, but Montana is fucking slow as shit. Yeah, yeah I, I tried a game with him, and I just did not enjoy it, because I just felt like either I was just plodding along and just constantly shooting my gun. Right. And just on fire, so the screen is just, you know, exploding with seizures, Mm-hmm. And I was like, this just isn't fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I I particularly like, you know, I'm a sniper guy. I like Marquis. I like Oscar Mike because, again, he's kind of just the generic soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like some of the other characters like, uh, I can't think of his name, but the Hawk guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I like basically the same characters that I like in Overwatch in Battleborn. Just, mm-hmm. you know, they're slightly, slightly tweaked differently. 
Yeah, I was going to say, there's another game getting ready to come out um, that I actually signed up for. I think it's the Alpha. Um, it's called Lawbreakers, which kind of has like a similar Overwatch, Battleborn sort of thing to it, but it's got more... I don't know. I saw a trailer for it the other day, and I was like, "Huh? Well, it's got a it's got an alpha coming up." I was like, well, let me sign up for that and see if I get in it because it seems like it might be pretty interesting because it's got this sort of like futuristic Mad Max sort of style to it. But like, apparently, everybody's a criminal, you know. But it's I don't know. It, it looked really interesting from the trailers that I saw. The granted, the only thing that kind of bugged me about the trailer was they had like this guy doing a voiceover narration for it, and like all of a sudden he just drops the word motherfucker. And it's like, okay, I get the idea that you're trying to make your game edgy, but just because you drop the word motherfucker doesn't mean... Yeah, you know? That's not really even edgy. Right, exactly. It's like, I get what you're going for, but it seems kind of forced. But, I mean, in general, I don't know. Like, it looks pretty interesting. The characters look kind of interesting. Like, they've got a character called Maverick that has, like, a jetpack, so she can pretty much, like... I'm guessing it's a she. It looks like a she. I don't know. But, it, you know, she can just kind of fly around with a sort of jetpack. So that's one of the things that they touted about the game is that, like, you know, it's more, I guess you could say, like, three-dimensional combat because you can fly around and shoot people and kind of, like, you know, you can you can use, you know, the environment above as well as below. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I want to take a minute and point out. So we had somebody – we actually had two people come into our chat on Twitch. Okay. Uh, right about the time the stream died, so terrible timing. Um, but one of them just dropped by to tell us that he's new and he hates smoking. Um, that's great. Uh, you can have your opinion, but I don't understand why you would come into a stream just to tell someone you don't like something they're doing. That's like stopping at my house and saying, I don't like you smoking. Um, get the fuck out, essentially. Um, you don't have to be here. And the other guy, um, Troll much? <laughs> uh, Ming Ping 111 stopped by, and I, I want to say I appreciate you being here. You asked what, what my favorite cigar is. Mm. I don't particularly have one. I think Padron is probably the best cigar mm -hmm. um, f as far as uh, quality and price goes. Right. Um, and he, he also let us know that the Jaime Garcia is his favorite cigar of all time. So I, I appreciate that, man. That is a great cigar. Uh, thank you for stopping by. I was going to say, funny thing is, I almost picked one of those up tonight, but I was kind of like debating about what I wanted to pick up because I was trying to do the most bang for my buck thing. So, you know, I was like, well, I'm going to get my, my Rocky Patel four pack because, you know, 22 bucks is pretty cheap for a four pack. Um, it's a lot yeah. like picking out a hooker. You, yeah. you want to get one that you know you can have fun with and you know do a lot with, but you don't want to get one that's too dirty. Yeah, exactly. in any manner of speech. With herpes, right? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to drip from your hooker or other things. Yeah, because I'm just like I was also looking at what I was going to get my wife, even though she was like, "Don't get me a cigar." I'm like, "I'm getting you a cigar. It's Mother's Day. Fuck off." <laughs> you will smoke on Mother's Day. <laughs> smoke. <laughs> Prove it um, to the guy that came in and trolled us. I was going to say, what 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 was the, the family guy thing? It was like, smoke. Yeah. Smoke. You smoking yet? <laughs> yeah. Please allow me to continue to blow smoke into the camera so you can enjoy it, even through the internet. Exactly. It's like, dude, really? I, I get that you don't like smoking. That's fine. Do you like anything else I'm doing? Or Yeah, we, we have something for everyone. We have drinking. We have video games. We have TV. Uh, we have boning. Mm -hmm. Um. Really, we have something for every audience. Do you say we have boning? Yes. We, we do, yes. 
and we talk about trainees and, and cross-dressers, too. So, I mean, we have something for everyone. Exactly. We're equal opportunity on this podcast. Yeah, we, we hate everyone equally. <laughs> and we judge everyone equally. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're all horrible, and I hate all of you. You guys are okay, though. <laughs> keep watching us. Right. Damn it. Right. Yeah, no, like, in general, like, I... I saw that lawbreakers thing and I was like I'll give that a try why not you know I didn't know if you had seen anything about it at all or not so figured I'd at least mention that to you you know I'm not yeah, I mean I, I probably won't check it out um cause there's so many of these games out there right um and honestly I'm gonna be hard pressed to play anything other than Overwatch and Battleborn for probably the next like three months at least right um and also I, I've been playing Diablo Season 6 since that started last Friday Right, yeah. Um, so right now, I, I'm playing Hearthstone. Yeah, I've, I've been playing a little bit of Hearthstone as well. Not as much. I'm playing it right now. <laughs> I, I'm really enjoying the new cards. Um, I, You know what? I think it's, it's a lot more uh, equalized. I know I've said that a lot, but I think it's a lot more equalized. And I just switched all my, my decks to standard decks and all that shit. Yeah. Um, which I was supposed to do last week, but totally didn't do it. Um, but I just think, like, everyone is is more equal opportunity to make their way through. As long as yeah, you know... the cards are a little more balanced. The power creep has gone down, and, you know, like, the new cards definitely are a little bit weaker, but still do cool stuff. Yeah, and it's not like you have to have certain cards to win every time. Right. And that's kind of how it was before because, you know, you had people that played for ever since it started and they built up all those special cards that they got. And it was just like, all right, can't win against them. Let me find somebody else to play. But I don't know. I think um, I like it better now than it was before. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. Have you gotten your uh, free packs from uh, winning a few games? Um, I did not get the five packs yet because I haven't won two games yet. But um, I'm just now starting, like, to play. So did you get anything cool from your, uh, your what was it, two or three free packs just for logging in? Um, I mean, nothing that I didn't already have. Basically. Well, you should have. They're all new cards. I mean, they're pretty equal to what I had already. So. Yeah, well, at least you have, like, some Cthune cards, though, and you got yeah. the Legendary. Yeah, I have those. But I didn't really, like, get anything, like, extremely extraordinary, I guess, that I would say sure. that's a lot different than what I already had. But, I mean, these cards are pretty good anyways. And I'm really trying to win two games, um, but I just started playing. <laughs> yeah. So, I haven't won yet. I've only played like two games so far. So, yeah. Very cool, very cool. But I'm sure you'll win. I mean, it's it's pretty easy um, once you get the feel of the new cards and what people are playing and what you're up against. Um, I played maybe, I don't know, a dozen games since it's been out. And uh, I got my free packs and got to rank 20 and got my free Tavern ba- Brawl pack. Um, yeah, I got that pack. I did. But uh, I, I had a pretty lackluster card opening from the expansion. I got, like, three legendaries. Two of them were decent. One of them was just a flaming pile of garbage. 
um, that I'm probably going to turn into 400 dust. Um, but I did get a ton of the new cards, so I'm able to at least build some of the new decks and diversify my solid, you know, old decks like my Hunter and my Face Shaman. Um, and I've been playing around a lot with the uh, the new. Uh, shaman cards because they're currently the strongest deck in the game right now the face shaman or aggro shaman um because basically everyone's playing Cthulhu decks which are super slow uh-huh. and with these cards that just constantly attack the other player uh you kill them before they ever get their Cthulhu card out mm-hmm. so it's it's pretty easy and you're playing cards that can you know kill their weaker minions that are just buffing Cthulhu Right. Um, so your curve tends to be a little bit better. I also had, I did do, I guess I played probably, a, you know, maybe 16 games uh, because I, I did a uh, arena run where I actually went, I think, seven or eight and three, uh-huh. um, which I was pretty thrilled about. It was really cool to have a really good arena run where I curved out really well and went on like a six win streak with it. It was really cool. Um so yeah, I was I was really pleased with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so far I'm just kind of starting out with playing it. Like I played a couple games when it first came out because I got the cards and stuff like that, but um, I didn't really play around with it a whole lot because I didn't really have a whole lot of time to concentrate that week. So right now I'm kind of messing around with with it and and trying to see what I can do. Yeah, I need to jump back into Infinity Wars at some point and give that a, a, another look or whatever. But, I mean, I had fun messing around with that. That one's a free-to-play one on uh, Steam, so... Yeah, you might want to give uh, Duelist a look, too, Andrew. Duelist? I haven't, heard, I haven't seen that one. So it's, it's kind of like a... It's a cross between, like, a chess sort of game and Hearthstone, where you have cards that create characters on the board that then can move around like chess pieces. Huh. It's it's pretty interesting. I think you might enjoy it or you'll hate it. Well, um, but it is free I to play. I like a chess game too, so I might look into that. It's yeah, check shot, out yeah. list. And you know, there's a lot of Hearthstone streamers that are streaming that right now. They're mm-hmm. they're being paid to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't make it any less interesting either. You know. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm always up for checking out like you know, newer stuff or whatever. Because like. You guys cover Hearthstone, so that's part of the reason why I was like, well, let me see, like, I don't know, I was looking through Steam one night, and I just happened to find Infinity Wars, and I was like, it's a card game, but it's like, it kind of has a Hearthstone vibe to it, but without the the typical, like, Blizzard tongue-in-cheek sort of sense of humor, it's a little bit more on the serious end. Yeah. You know, and it's more about, like, it's more strategy, because, again, like, you've got to take out the opponent's uh, base, because they have, like, a fortress you can take out. They've got uh, morale that you can take out. So it's more a matter of playing certain cards at certain times and that kind of thing. So it's kind of like, well, let me check that out and see how that works, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, so far, I mean, like, I played a little bit of it. I've had a good run of it so far, but I haven't really played anything of it lately. I probably should go back in and check that out. But, again, with Overwatch and everything else going on, it's kind of like, shit, i got enough shit to do right now. <laughs> Yeah. And even then, I don't get much time to play games and stuff usually anyway. Like I said, I play a little bit before I go to work or whatever, but that's about it, you know. Right. And I know, like, you know, with uh, the end of the school year coming up, you know, eventually Samantha will be home, so we'll see how those mornings go. But 
you know, I don't think she'll be getting up as early, but still, I still want to get up so I have time to do something. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, other than that, I've been playing a lot of uh, Diablo. And, um, well, a lot is relative. I've been playing some. Uh, I got my character, I started with a Barbarian and got him up to 70. Um, started gearing him up just, you know, to do higher level rifts and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, but uh, it's a lot of fun. They, they added some new cosmetic changes and things like that. Um, so now you can find random pet drops and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, it's it's just a lot more interesting. You can customize your character a little bit more. It's it's a little bit more, I don't know, it's, it's just more interesting. They added new features, and every season has gotten better for that game. They've continually improved it, and it's just a good time. Right. Yeah. Well, other than that, as far as video games go, I haven't really... I mean, I did a little bit of Fallout, but I'm still kind of, like, messing around with, you know... You know, just basically, like, the base building and that kind of stuff, just to kind of get a feel for it. It's I'm actually... It's, I like doing it in between the mission just because it's something I kind of do where I can kind of put on a podcast or whatever and I can just go around building shit while I'm listening to something else or whatever. So. Yeah, it kind of breaks up the the flow. Right, exactly. So it gives me something to kind of do when I just don't feel like running around putting, you know, bullets in raiders' faces, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see so, what... Uh, have you finished the, the Tomatron DLC? I have not. I still have not. Uh, last last I was playing, I had just gotten into like the the Rust Devils like base or whatever. So I, I haven't really gotten too much further than that. I've kind of gone back and been tweaking, you know, characters and you know base building and all that stuff. So I've kind of like taken a step back from that. But I mean, last I last I did for that, I got through that. But I mean, from what I've heard, for the most part, I mean, it's not. I mean. It's kind of just more missions to do, and it just gives you the ability to build robots and stuff. Right. Which is fun, and apparently, like, from what I understand, you actually can tweak um, Codsworth, which I think is cool, especially if you're one of the people that likes using him as a, uh, you know, uh, like a companion character or whatever. So, I mean, you know, it's, it just gives you something else to do in a way. And like I said, the the Wasteland Workshop thing, it just gives you more stuff for the build mode. Which is the other reason why I've been messing with, you know, the whole base building thing is I wanted to check out some of that stuff. Like, they give you neon signs and you can do, like, neon lights and colors and things like that. And I was like, that's kind of cool because I was, I was half tempted to go back and redo, like, the, the Sanctuary Hills sign. And I was going to redo it up in neon so it lit up. But then I was like, eh, I have a feeling these letters are going to be too big to fit on that sign. And they would just look weird because it would still have the original Sanctuary Hills sign you know, words on there, so I basically was like, fuck it, I'll just use the... Because they have these, like, cage lights now that come out, like, on an arm and kind of dangle, and I was like, I just put two of those on the back, on, like, the front of the the Sanctuary Hills sign, and I just put a little power thing on the back and hooked up a generator to it, boom, the sign's illuminated, you know. Now you know where you are at night, you know. So I've just been messing around with some little kind of silly shit like that, but... I mean, so far, I'm, I'm, you know, having fun with it still. I'm still messing around with it. It's just one of those things, like, dividing up my time between, like, the newer stuff and that and, you know, 
it's like I was talking to somebody at work that plays Fallout, and they were like, you know, I was like, you know, hey, you know, you excited for the Automatron DLC? Because it was right around the time that was getting ready to come out, and she was like, well, I'm playing The Division right now, and I'm like, oh, fuck you, you know, you're not a Fallout fan, you know? <laughs> you know, I, I've actually been uh, thinking about going and giving The Division another shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually really enjoyed playing it, and I'm not far along enough like to the end game stuff where the bugs and all of that affects me at all. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm kind of excited about uh, just playing that now that it seems to be in a pretty solid state. A lot of people are talking about going back and giving it another shot. Mm. Um, so I, I think I might jump on that train. I don't know when, um, you know, or whether or not it'll actually happen. But I've I've really been seriously thinking about trying that game again, like maybe one night a week or something. Mm. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Mm-hmm. So, also, uh, I will mention, uh, while I've been streaming, I got the most viewers while I was streaming Diablo, which I thought was interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm, sure, I'm sure, like, for Diablo, there is a massive player base for that, so I can kind of see why that happened, but... Well, it there is are still- a lot of players, but it's one of the uh, lower viewership uh, streams out there, hmm. or channels. Interesting. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I, I was pretty happy about that. And part of the reason my viewership was so good is a bunch of the people that are in my clan uh, actually came into the stream and watched, and that brought other people in because they saw there were viewers, which seems to be a really, really strong thing on Twitch is already having people in your channel uh, will help you to bring in other viewers. Uh, we had a few more people stop into our stream uh, tonight and ask a few questions, mostly just trolling. Um, but what they did, you know, what they inadvertently did essentially was they boosted us up in the listing of streamers that got us closer to the top of the list, uh, just by having a higher viewer count because that's how they organize it. Hmm. That's so, yeah. Sounds awesome. Mm hmm. Because you're doing all the season stuff for Diablo, right? Yeah, I only play seasonal. Right. There you go. Yeah, and it, it is fun when a new season hits. Everybody jumps in, and it's super active. Everybody's playing and pushing and trying to get on the leaderboards. Um, and then, you know, two or three weeks in, it drops off, you know, pretty steeply. Um, but I, I usually tend to play at least once or twice a week throughout the whole season up until the last, like, maybe three weeks. Right. Um, so it's 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 a fun game, man. I mean, it's it's super easy to play. It's one of those games where you can just kind of play it and watch a movie or a TV show and just kind of relax. It's not super difficult unless you decide to make it super difficult. Right, yeah. I haven't checked out Diablo at all, but, you know... I know, like, you're a big I fan. I think that's like, a game you would like. Yeah, I mean... On one hand, I do kind of like the gameplay, because there was a game that was a... Uh, uh, well, you like Marvel Heroes. Right, because it's kind of like that, but there's also another game that used to exist called uh, Dungeon Runner. Yeah. And it had that kind of, like, Diablo-esque style, and it was, like... It was great, because it was kind of, like, a straight-up, like... 
parody of all the MMOs that had come out. Like they would make like they had one character that the guy did like a, a Sean Connery impression. And he was like a seller or whatever, so you would meet him in town and he would just start doing a Sean Connery impression. It's like, oh god, it's great. Well, and there there are a lot of uh a lot of little gems like that and Easter eggs hidden throughout Diablo. Um, you know, they'll have, you know, like characters from other games, they'll have movie characters. Right. Um, and just little lines like that kind of stuck in throughout. And then yeah, the gameplay loop itself is super addictive. Yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't seem like it's so much of a grind from what I gather. Yeah, it's it's much quicker. It used to be super grindy, uh, but recently it's become pretty accessible, and you can you know be playing the top level content, um, the end game within six hours of starting the game. Hmm. Nice. Without cheating or you know like skipping things to get there. Right. Hmm. Cool. Indeed. Um, so other than that, um, I've been, let's see, I messed around with Heroes of the Storm a little bit just because I, I like to play a little MOBA here and there. Right. Um, it's been, uh, I don't know, it's one of those games where you can jump in and play a match in 15 minutes and have a really good time and then just be done with it and still accomplish something. So, I don't know, I enjoy it, it's... It's fun, but like I have Battleborn now, and I actually do like that more than most other MOBAs, or actually any other MOBA. Right. So that's going to kind of fill that space as well now. Yeah. Sounds like a good idea, really, because it's something new and different, and you know, it has more of that sort of like, I don't know, story, sense of humor bit about it, you know, than like something like League of Legends or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, definitely, you know, sounds like a good time for you. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think that probably pretty much covers things for the show tonight. Yeah, I think so. I know you've got a pretty busy weekend ahead of you, so... Yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed I won't get to play a ton of Overwatch this weekend. Um, yeah. But I am still really looking forward to our first weekend um, away from the baby ever. Um, it'll be nice to get a whole night's sleep and be able to go and do things and not worry about, you know, having all of the baby things. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of nice. I Including the baby. Right. Yeah, those, those are definitely nice uh, perks. It's one of the reasons why we still sit here and kind of get all, you know, sad about not being at Disney anymore. Because that was one of the nice things about going to Disney, Disney World. Oh, you totally reminded me, but finish, finish. I was just going to say, it just reminded me, like, you know, Disney World. It's like we were there for like a whole week and no kids, just us and Disney World, you know. Right, and it um, gave you high standards for hotel rooms because yeah. we did have a hotel room last weekend, um, which I don't think we talked about much. Oh yeah, tell us uh, how the fucking prom was, you guys. Mm. Oh, so okay, we go to ho- the hotel room. We we actually end up getting Ooh, the we're hotel say room. We go to the hoe. Yeah, <laughs> we go to the hoe. Um, we actually end up getting the hotel room free anyway. So even though it was free to us, mm-hmm. it ended up being free to her as well, um, just because it was raining when we got to the hotel room. We go upstairs, and it's raining inside the hotel room. Well, that's not good. Because the the window above the... 
or the above the window. It's like right at the top of the window, like where the seal would be. Apparently, has like some sort of water leakage. Yeah, and and damage. Yeah, so it's like raining onto the like furnace air conditioning unit thing right in front of that window, and it's like okay. So I calm down. And I'm like, so it's it's um, raining into our hotel room. What do you want us to do about it? And Andrew had heard that, you know, they were short-staffed. So he was like, well, I'll call maintenance and just put towels down. And I was like, okay, that's <laughs> it? And he's like, yeah, that's, that's all you can do right now. And I was like, okay, so we do that. We never see maintenance. Maintenance yeah. never came up. Also, the closet door was, you know, one of those closet doors that kind of you pull on it and it, it comes out like it's on a, a yeah. track, whatever. Yeah, the accordions, yeah. It was yeah. broken, so it wouldn't nice. open. So I'm trying to like pull it open and the track is like falling off the top of the... Can we say what the hotel was out of curiosity on my own part? It was actually a pretty decent hotel. It was Hampton Inn and Suites. Right. Yeah. Um, it's a decent hotel. Like, that's the only hotel that my dad ever stays at. My dad has money. Right. And he only stays at the really nice hotels. Um, and it did have a jacuzzi tub in there, and it was a very nice jacuzzi. Mm -hmm. But it was just like, they needed to do a little bit of updating to the rooms, apparently. Mm -hmm. The bed was really comfortable. The sheets were really soft. The pillows were amazing. It was just like, these two unfortunate things happened. Mm -hmm. And it was still a habitable hotel room. It wasn't like... Cause it's, it wasn't raining from the ceiling. Right. right. And it did eventually stop raining and, you know, whatever. But I was just like, okay, well, they didn't come to uh, to the hotel room, you know, for maintenance, maintenance or yeah. whatever. But we went downstairs later on and we were like, yeah, so... Or the next day... We're like, yeah, so we never saw maintenance, so we'll just tell you, because there was a different person at the desk in the morning, um, that the window is leaking and the closet door won't open. And she was like, okay, well, um, you can uh, have the hotel room for free just because we have standards and Mm -hmm. that's not by our standards. I'm going to find a Hampton Inn this weekend and get a free (laughs) hotel room. Make well, sure it's all fucked up. Yeah. Well, yeah, just find the most fucked up room and then complain about it. But mm-hmm. but other than that, like, we had a really good time. Our limo was late that night. Yeah. And we're sitting in the lobby. Like, we were supposed to be picked up at 8. And we are in the lobby at, like, 7.45 to make sure we didn't miss our limo. Right. And we didn't get on our limo until 9. And in the lobby, they had, like, a bunch of, like, baseball or whatever teams down there having a pizza party. Yeah, some high school kids, like, having a pizza party. And we're sitting there, like, there's, like, three or four different pizza guys that come through the room with, like, three pizza, like, bags or whatever. And I'm just like, the next dude that walks in there, I'm fucking tripping him. (laughs) We're, like, right there by the door. Because part of our prize package was we were going to have dinner when we got to the prom. Right. And it's, like, an... I didn't eat for, like, two hours before that, and I'd worked out in the gym beforehand Mm -hmm. and had a little sandwich to, you know, keep me held over until 8.30 Mm -hmm. when we got to the prom, but I was sitting there, like, starving at 7.45, and I'm just, like, half tempted to be like, yo, can I get a piece of pizza? Mm -hmm. But (laughs) I didn't. 
But other than that, I mean, we had a lot of fun. And then mm-hmm. we came back to the hotel room, got in the jacuzzi, and, mm-hmm. you know, had sex right. mm-hmm. and stuff. But, I mean, it was just enough to be best able to prom, sleep in the next day. Best prom I ever had. And I've been to, like, three of them now. So, out of the the third time was definitely the charm for me. So. Well, I never had a prom. So, right. it was the this best prom I, I ever had. That's why I wanted to go with you. So, there you go. Um. But yeah, so I mean, we got to sleep in until eleven o'clock the next morning, except for the time that my mother called at eight. But oh, you know, nice. I went back to bed after that, mm-hmm. um, and then we went and got breakfast. Yep. We had breakfast paid for the next morning, so that was good. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Well, originally they were going to give us a gift card to Spiro's, which is a local like breakfast joint. But when we got are, there, are there dragons there? No, I wish. Spelled differently. Yes. No, it's actually spelled exactly the same, but, you know. Oh, I thought it was with an I, but, yeah, maybe you're right. Nope. But, no, it was funny because we got there, and there was, like, people waiting outside, and then we got inside, and, like, the entire, like, area inside between where you go to, like, the desk or whatever was fucking filled. And it's like, all right, yeah, I'm not waiting this long for some fucking bacon and eggs. Like, fuck this. (laughs) Spyro's has amazing food. They do. But I was not about waiting a full hour again. Holy crap. Who waits an hour for breakfast? Exactly. Exactly. But, of course, it's that after church crowd. So, you know, everyone and their moms going there for breakfast And it was noon and Sunday and Mm. everybody got out of church and shit. And Spyro's is amazing. And, literally, there was at least 50 people waiting for a seat. In this yeah. restaurant. Right. We got lucky, though, because she didn't, like, by the time that she went to go get the gift card for us to go to Spyro's, they were already closed. They're only so, open uh, until 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Right. So she yeah. just ended up giving us, like, cash. Oh, wow. So, so it was nice because we got to go anywhere, and it's like, you know what? IHOP's up the fucking road. I'm pretty sure we're not going to have that big a weight at IHOP, so we went over there. Right. Honestly, I prefer their breakfast, you know, anyway, but... I mean, either way, it was kind of an interesting morning after. But, I mean, it was still a pretty good night. We got to meet a few different people, got to talk to some people. Um, we didn't really get to, to play much at the, the the swingers club, as it were. But Well, we had had plans yeah, but. with another couple that we had messed around with before. But they were uh, nice they were... to a different couple and let them right. sit with them. And then that couple ended up dominating over them. Uh, and taking all of their time, which conversations were had beforehand that kind of warned us against actually wanting to be around them, and our fears were confirmed confirmed yeah. when we got there. Right. Basically, when you're in a lifestyle, we're we're teaching them a lot about the lifestyle. Today. I know. Apparently, when you're in a lifestyle <laughs> such as what we are in, you don't play the pissing match mm-hmm. on other people that you want to play with, because being in a lifestyle of swinging means that everyone's open to play with whomever they want anytime they want in the same night. So, like, you can have another couple and then turn around and play with another couple after that. If you choose to, that's just the way shit happens sometimes, as long as everyone's clean and consenting and blah, blah, blah. So this couple decided to dominate over this other couple because they saw us as a threat upon them. So everybody went 
well, except for us, I didn't really care. But the other couple that we were supposed to play with that night went home, like, they were supposed to stay with us in the beginning in the hotel room, and then they decided that having only one bed in the hotel room wasn't big enough, so they were going to stay with that couple Mm -hmm. that was having the pissing match against us, and they ended up not even staying with them because they felt like they were being, like, you know dominated right and it sounds to me like maybe maybe they just are in the learning curve you know no no because the they were saying they've been in the lifestyle for like 10 years or so and i'm like well then you shouldn't be acting like this you should be acting like we are where it's like everyone's open everyone has fun but like as soon as they got there and we got there they were like no no we're gonna we're going to just follow you around the whole place all the time and just dominate your whole right, night. Yeah. And that couple actually ended up driving all the way home to Michigan at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. They didn't want to spend any more time with them at all. I was just like, I'm sorry. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't end up playing with anybody because we were supposed to play with them. And then after that, we were like, well, fuck. And then we didn't find anybody that we particularly wanted to play with. After that, so we were just like, well, I guess we'll just go to our jacuzzi and have our own fun. Yeah, plus that's the one thing that kind of was a downside for the whole prom thing is, like, we were subject to going back to the hotel with the shuttle, which was our limo. And it's like, well, either we go back with the shuttle or we fucking walk. And it's like, that's not going to fucking happen. So, you know, because we didn't drive there. We took the limo from the hotel to there. So it's like we kind of have to leave when they're leaving. And, like, they like we, we, we missed out on one because we decided to hang out and talk with people for a little longer. And it's like the last shuttle is leaving. It's like 2.30 in the morning. So it's like we got to be on this shuttle. So, right. Yeah. But, it, yeah, it was it was still a good time, though. But it was just like, ugh. A lot of shit. Yeah. And that yeah. wasn't supposed to happen. Well, it sounds like it still was fun, though. You guys, <laughs> yeah. you seem to have a good time. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The dinner like, was great. It was, in, it, it was. It actually sounds a lot like the typical prom experience, plus some some changes. Yeah. In a way, yes, and in a way, no. Because it's like, on one hand, I had a lot better time than I did at any of my proms. Granted, the first prom I went to, my senior prom. My friend took a girl that I was still hung up over, and I ended up going with a girl in my world history class that just was like, hey, I need a date for prom. Do you want to go? And it's like, okay. I mean, she was a nice girl and everything, but not really like somebody I was like desiring or whatever. So it's kind of like, all right, well, we can go. And then for the most part, I just kind of sat there with you know my punch in my hand and just looking at my friend and the girl that had the hots for him forever that like we didn't like for whatever reason she and I didn't work out and she had like, the hots for him yeah well you know either way it's just kind of like I'm sitting there like having a shitty time mainly in my own head really but either way it's like I just wasn't over that yet so right never. and then the second time I went to prom was with my boss daughter we went to their prom and it was great because I was at her prom and it's like I'm fucking like in college, like, <laughs> you know, and they're like, you know, you need to, you guys need to separate and stop making out. And it's like, fuck you. I don't go here. What are you going to do to me? <laughs> like, yeah. And it was even funnier because the school that she went to is like the Richie school here in town. And I looked around and they had like their, like, you know, spread or whatever for hors d'oeuvres or whatever. 
and it consisted of those little peppermints that you get from from fucking Pizza Hut. Yeah. A cookie and a bottle of water that was maybe like an ounce of water. <laughs> nice. And I'm looking at you guys like you're the richest school in the in the whole fucking like city or whatever. But when I went to my school, which is the worst looked upon school or whatever, we had fucking like veggie dip and like sandwiches and like we had a normal fucking spread and we rented out the IPFW ballroom. You're doing this shit in your fucking gym. Right. <laughs> you know, I think and on one hand, I think we, we lucked out a lot better, but yeah, well, it but, sounds like you guys had fun though. Oh yeah. We had plenty of fun. I mean, you know, cool. it, it didn't end up quite the way we had envisioned or had hoped or whatever, but I mean, we still had fun. We still met cool people. We still had an awesome dinner with a whole bottle of champagne that we finished in, like, two minutes. Right. Well, the thing is, I was going there, and it's like she was like, are we going to bring anything with us? And I was like, well, I figured we got the thing of champagne. I didn't want to get, like, completely hammered. So it's like I didn't really feel like bringing anything with us. So, you know, I was like, all right, well, let's just go there. We'll have the champagne, and we should be good. I swear that champagne was not alcoholic, though, because I got no buzz off of it. <laughs> we drank pretty fast. We drink. I, I would say we're pretty seasoned, and champagne right. isn't that high in alcohol content. Well, I mean, right. we drank it really fast, though. Like, we basically chugged that shit because we yeah. got there, ate our food, drank the whole bottle of champagne, which was like two and a half glasses. Right. And, like, a piece. A piece, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, God damn, I didn't get any buzz off of that. But we got jello shots and a couple of free drinks from mm-hmm. other people so mm-hmm. we still got pretty buzzed but yeah i got to have a little bit of soco from a a couple we were talking to and then i got to have uh, a little bit of buffalo trace cuz there was a guy there that i had turned on to buffalo trace cuz um his wife ended up messaging me on facebook and was like hey i want to get him a gift for his birthday or whatever and he's like what and she's like what i know he likes whiskey what kind of whiskey do you recommend so it's like Buffalo Trace, go for it. You know, I mean, even the even the most expensive bottle is like forty two bucks. It's affordable, you know. And so she ended up getting him, you know, Buffalo Trace, and that's pretty much exclusively what he's been drinking. And every time we've gone to the club after that, every every time we've gone to the club after that or whatever, he's always like, "Hey, I got that bottle of Buffalo Trace. Like, we, you know, if you want some, have some." And I was like. You know what? Every other time that I've been here, I've never had that, and I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." You know? Yeah. Because normally I don't tend to drink hard liquor just because it kind of in- interferes with you know playing later. But it I was didn't like, do a whole lot for you this time. No, I was fine this time. But you know, either way, it's just like I usually don't do whole like because we used to take flasks with us of like you know scotch or whiskey or whatever, and then I would get so hammered, it's like, "Yeah, I'm done." You know. Right. This this time around, it was kind of like, yeah, I'll have some of that. Plus, I felt like I felt bad because he always kept offering it to me, and then I was like, well, you know, I've got my own stuff, or you know, I'm not trying to get too drunk tonight. I brought some beer, you know, whatever. But yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that's probably a good stopping point. The wife is uh, definitely more than ready for me to be done. I think so. Um, I think that'll do it until next week, you guys. She's right. ready to get her birthday groove on. Yep. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, you guys have an awesome week, and uh, we'll do this again seven days from now. Have All fun right. in Michigan. We will. We'll, we'll talk about it next week. I'll be hopping on Overwatch here for a little bit, I think. But yes. All right. We'll have a good time, sir. 
All right. Take care, everybody. Have a good one, you guys. Bye.